When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know, but I quit. Why am I here? <laughs> Stop asking me to come over. Because <laughs> you can't resist me. <laughs> and you spend so much money on microphones. I'm, that you try- yeah, I'm just <laughs> trying to make myself feel better about all the equipment I bought. Uh, bad. <laughs> no, it, seriously, you bought the microphones like, and then two weeks later, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, well, clearly. Well, it wasn't planned. That's obvious. No. <laughs> Why? For my secret podcast. Oh. Yeah, I bought oh. an audio interface and a nice a nice microphone. <laughs> now I have two very nice microphones and, and an audio inter- <laughs> and, and a very nice audio and interface. And no podcast. All <laughs> <laughs> just up and know where to go. Uh, well, well what, I, you were talking about getting a second mic. Did you yeah, get one? Not yet. I'm working on it. Okay. We'll see. I want the, that road, but. The Procaster? Yeah. Is that for know. Vinny? Maybe. Or maybe you give him the. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll switch off, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, Vinny, and, you, you know, you're, it's still your show, bro. Right. That's not true, though. It's yours. It really is yours. You own, you own this puppy. I, I, I serve at your pleasure. I'm like, you're like the pre- you're like Trump. And well, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a letter of, of resignation. I'd rather not have that now. comparison. But <laughs> well, in a sense, what you, you foil it. You can still do yeah. your foil it. Or <laughs> maybe, maybe I could be like Putin. That's better. <laughs> That's better. Shall we do shot? Oh, shot, shot of shot course of cards. It shouldn't Jimmy B. Yeah, Jim Beam. We'll see how this goes. Hello, okay. and uh, I thought. Oh yeah. yeah. So we had we have official a protocol. Yeah, up, we go up and then a clink down. down clink and then. You miss this. You miss it. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. That was a Dave Poor if I've ever seen one. That's a Dave Poor. There's just no restraint there. No, never has been. What? what? What I don't like, though, is... Uh, well, actually, no. I'm happy... Again, I never said I don't want to do a show. I don't want to do a movie show. Or at least in the way we've been doing it. I mean, I, I'm a broken record here. Now, I walked in... I, I used to walk in with pages of notes, all this right. prep. And, and I walked in with nothing. Today. I know. Is it kind of refreshing? A little bit. Yeah. Although I don't know what we're going to talk Liberating. about. Liberating. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Coronavirus. That's uh, pretty crazy. Well, no, it's not. Because you told me last time we talked, there was just no concern. <laughs> so in our last episode. <laughs> and I still think there's no concern. Right. So not worried? Nothing still, I, I still mean, there? Just wash your hands. Uh, what, 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 the people, it, huh? Again, the people who are dying are, are old. And it's mysterious. Well, what, okay, it's mysterious. Well, hold on. No, no, just, let's not just. I'm not. I'm not. Let's uh, not gloss over. I know. Oh, they're I, just old. <laughs> so it like, doesn't count. <laughs> similar to the flu kills you know, younger and older people. Right. It's similar to that. It's more It's more contagious. Am I, so you're worried. Uh, I, I mean, I think. Oh, here's what I want to say is I think this is a, an historic event that your kids will ask you to talk to you about some point later. People will ask you about. People will talk about it. This is historic. It's not just the deaths. Right. There's is a real 
impact on all lives because the only way to shut this thing down is to shut every to shut many things down which we've seen right they've shut yeah, we've never seen something like sporting this events yeah. i think this, this seasons seasons sporting events yeah. so is so the nba season is, is suspended, is suspended for at least 30 days yeah if you've got a like if you're like well the nfl not the nfl i'm sorry if you're like the nba hockey is hockey done yeah nhl is suspended as well suspended like uh Let march me, madness i believe is, is, is done yeah, yeah all postseasons done that's sucks. that sucked. Yeah. i think the first time since 1939 i believe they, yeah. they didn't have a tournament that's insane and now baseball's coming up i don't know if they've they announced baseball um, yeah, they're, they're in talks. Uh, they, they, there's, I don't believe there's been anything official, but yeah, they're in talks. So I mean, it's yeah, you're right. It's definitely historic. I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay that. I'm just saying that the stock market has yeah, absolutely ugh, puked. I might, I, I'm, I'm kind of afraid to even look at my 401k. Yeah, right now I'm. Uh, I just don't want to know. And I, I, I've never been into stocks, and I, I might have said this last show, but I. I chose the worst time ever. I got into <laughs> them like I got into them like the beginning of the year, and, and now I'm just watching them go. But I did have this one pharmaceutical stock that started to go way, way, way up because yeah, they were they working on the virus. On about, yeah. Did I already say that in the last show? No, I don't think okay. so. Okay, um, but yeah, they were working on the virus, and it was like going up and up. I was yeah. like, I'm making bank on this. There you go. It's kind of like when I. Uh, it went back down, <laughs> not like, and not like I had People like bought it on, insane like, on hype, right? Exactly. They could maybe come um, up with the cure. I, I, I broke even at least, at least still. I'm breaking even. Um, and it's better uh, than everybody else. But it's kind of like why I used to clean foreclosed homes for uh, for work yeah. back during the the housing, yeah. uh, you know, crash and everything. So. I did one of those with you, and that was not fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, that was terrible. Disgusting. Oh, clean. vomit. Oh, it's just the yeah. There was. <laughs> It's amazing that what they would leave. The, I know. The the, I remember that one we did. It was just, uh, yeah, couches, beds, like unbelievable. Yeah, cat hair everywhere. It just the it smell. Just, you just oh, walk oh, in there oh, and you oh, feel oh. like you need a shower. It, you know what it felt? I like? did that for four years, dude. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you made decent money. I'm assuming. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it paid the bills. So you know what it was like? It was like it was like the movie Seven. Walking yeah. into uh, oh yeah, where, maybe like with a guy the the one the that we glutton. kept the any actually any of them yeah any it was of like them. any scene in seven was like that's what that was yeah like. yeah seriously yeah it was it was bad man I went into one where it was it was down South St Pete and I saw this like big cart with like a uh, just a mound of stuff on it and a blanket covering it okay and the apartment <laughs> there was an apartment above the garage in the back yeah and I was like all right someone's got to be in there I said poke it at it well no I no I, just, I said someone's got to be in the house uh-huh. so I said you got to get out of here <laughs> and then uh, this couple comes out homeless oh, couple wow. and they're just like we're just trying to survive man and then just walks away I was like oh Felt kind of bad, but uh, so but that I, was a real thing where they say like the homeless would take up these yeah foreclosed homes. Yeah, and stuff, absolutely, so that was a real deal. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I, I get up there and I open one bedroom and they were using that as the ba- the shit room. They would take their dumps in that room. <laughs> but what's wrong yeah. with the toilet? Well, because there's no running water. Well, there's no running water, but why not outside? Oh, yeah, I guess you like, got to establish a poop room at some point. Yeah, at some point, <laughs> but. <laughs> You obviously did it multiple times, so each time you see, oh, mm. I remember that. That was Tuesdays. <laughs> like, what? That's 
I mean, I guess so what, you got what you, you got to do. Clean all that out? No, nah, I, I refused. I said I'm not doing that. This is a, this is too this much. Is a biohazard. Got to get hazmat. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing this, so I didn't do it. So yeah, yeah. well, good for you to stick. Thanks. It for you guys. <laughs> Thank like you. You could have caught an infectious disease. Yes, exactly, and spread it and cause this global right pandemic. So there you go. Yeah, it's not just well, you know, he's old, so he's dead. <laughs> nobody, nobody. Cares. I didn't mean that. All right, I meant it in a sense <laughs> where it's like. It is like the flu. I'm, Look, man, I'm saying, it, but uh, that's the thing. I mean, it can just, it can go and go and go, and then everyone can have the flu. That's the thing. And if we don't, right. it could because it, well, we're seeing it going through Tom Hanks. You know, that was yeah. I think, a wake up call and for, Rita Wilson. Yeah, well, phew, poor Rita, <laughs> and and a lot of high profile people. But yeah. you know that 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 Utah jazz player. I I, I almost want to say you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He was touching all the mics Son and stuff. Like, what is he doing? But what's worse is, you know, it's not like he, he, you know, he's doing a press conference. He's done and he touches everything out of mockery. Well, right. Well, you know, it could be one way or the other, which is he either caught it from touching things or he gave it to people before he pe- tested positive. Right. Well, I think another person on the jazz has already gotten it. Yeah. Uh, or tested positive for it. This is so. a jackass that would go around coughing on people on purpose, right? You know, so it's obviously you know super contagious and everything. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I just I feel Still like not worried. Uh, yeah, I'm not worried. Um, it, it's good to take precautions. Yes. Yeah. But you know, to it's not for, super for, deadly for, for people to buy every single roll of toilet paper in the grocery stores, and you know, it's just. And all the water, like, what do you want? We're we're not going to lose power. Yeah, that's like you're still going to have running water. Like, right, you I, can drink tap water here. It's not. I, I agree. <laughs> I don't think uh, uh, there's any word. Yeah, that that's that's strange. I mean, yeah. I, there's it's a very unlikely that electricity will go down because of this, or that municipalities right. will stop pumping water. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because I mean, well. In that scenario, just you know, life's over, anyways. <laughs> no, that is, yeah, that's the apocalypse. There's that's, no point. People will be looting houses. They'll and, be creating yeah. a poop room in the, yeah. in the house. Oh yeah, at that point. see, look at that full, full circle. <laughs> you know, I, I call your house for my poop. My your the whole thing. The whole yeah. house is my poop that's room. That's fine. Yeah, why not? But you know, it, the way I'm going to poop on each stair. That, <laughs> well, that. That could work. Yeah. Well, because you can squat on the step step below. And right. Then, so it's exactly. almost like... It's like a fake... Yeah, it's fake kind of... Yeah, seat, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, that could... We could... Revolu- well, they do have... Do you know they sell like... <laughs> revolution. <laughs> they have toilets. They have toilets. <laughs> but they have toilet like steps. <laughs> listen, listen. They have toilet steps where you put it by your feet uh-huh. while you're sitting on a toilet and it actually oh like the squatty potty yes yeah, is that what it's called I, there's one of them I think yeah but yeah you like put your feet up because that's yeah. naturally how you're supposed to do it like sitting on a toilet yeah. well, pooping you're, you're also it's not natural the ne- way you're, the way you're sitting the porcelain thing you're not squatting typically you also dig a hole and then you squat right. in it and then exactly. you cover the hole so you we can maybe just bring all that back <laughs> that's true <laughs> we can really I, back to nature I, uh, uh, back to four closed homes they didn't have running water <laughs> I. What, I had what go, did you do? I, I've, I've, I've pooped in many a backyard, oh Dave. <laughs> there's, there's no what running water. Is going on? <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, I kept paper towels with me, and uh, oh. I, I pooped in many a backyard. Paper towel, huh? That's that's rough. Yeah, I should have. Why, why didn't I just keep 
uh, I'm uh, toilet paper. I'm baby me. wipe guy all the way. Ooh. I transitioned a few years ago. Do you dry at least with uh, paper, uh, toilet paper after? Uh, I'm good with the baby wipe. It really? It handles all my needs. Don't yeah. you feel squishy after? I feel fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I like a baby wipe, but like, I at least need to dry it with the TP. It's a little bit of moisture that, no, because then you end up. You end up getting the negative, all the negatives of the that come with toilet paper mm. there. So, but anyway, oh, like to the, each his own. Like the the scrapes, yeah, the scrapes. You know, the little rolly. Baby things. wipe is just a nice, clean, takes care of everything. Yeah. I'm, I'm like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Put on my breeches and I'm ready to get back to my day. <laughs> oh, so I can't goodness. believe you, you human filth, you, you filthy. I buried filthy it. Man. I buried it. Oh. You let you dug a hole and buried it. I don't believe. I don't believe you. I think you I, left it in the corner of the yard and walked away, saying, "This thing's a piece of a piece of shit." There's my piece of shit, and I'm out of here. That's what I think you did. No, no, I, I didn't dig a hole first, but I I went and then and then covered it up. Just <laughs> threw a piece of plywood over it. I have irritable bowel syndrome. All right, it's okay. a condition. You know, I don't imagine that the paper towels are helping. Uh, why <laughs> that doesn't make you have to poop more just make more irritation in general <laughs> that's true <laughs> oh good lord but you were about to say something before i said pooping on your steps i had nothing yeah who cares Go on. that uh, was more important did you uh did you end up uh canceling amca list i did yeah the other day uh well wife and i, I mean we're looking at 50 dollars plus tax and uh you know you, there's no movie coming out now. They're canceling them all. I really wanted to see James Bond. Oh, yeah. And that's and they, they pushed that back, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I guess Wuhan. Not Wuhan. What was uh, Wuhan? Wuhan. <laughs> Wuhan. <laughs> yeah. We said Wuhan. Wuhan virus. Yeah. <laughs> Mulan people virus. are like, no, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it from this Chinese movie. The Mushu so, virus. Yeah, it all comes from China, but, but it can maybe contract something if I go there. Yeah. I'm not going. I have, I have a month left. Uh, well, no, I've got like three weeks left of my subscription, and I've got like 15 uh, reward dollars. Yeah. I'm not going. Yeah. I'm just not going to go. Not walking in, not taking the risk. I'm oh, you're saying because of the, the oh, virus stuff? You got that oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got that right. I heard something that they're like only booking theaters to like 50% capacity yeah. right now. Well, same with airlines. Yeah. Well, the CDC director said he wouldn't get out of plane. So that's basically going to tell everyone not to go on a plane. <laughs> Again, there's just because you get coronavirus doesn't mean you're dying. I, I hate you, and I hate that attitude. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm not saying don't be cautious. I'm just saying uh, if you get it, it's not over. You're hopefully, 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 yes. Yeah. But I was reading something uh, from so you. You probably know a lot more. No, about I don't it, know. So convince I don't, me. I don't know. Why anymore. should I be more worried? Well, your kids. Uh, well, you know you. you you have a you, that, you have a mother-in-law who lives in your house, right. Who's potentially more at risk than you and your wife and your kids. Your kids could be carrying it from school and not have any symptoms, and then give it potentially to your mother-in-law. I mean, maybe you, you might see that as a potential positive <laughs> development to free up a room in the house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I I see where you're coming from there. That, and that, then, that makes sense. Yeah, and you your know. parents and to anyone that they might yeah. know. And it's it's the, well, it's what we've seen is it seems like. Almost like the rich people have been getting it. Tom which, Hanks, yeah, like Andy Wilson, yeah. Everyone like the the wealthy people who travel a lot, you know, and that's why they're canceling right. these really high profile events because they all sort of run in the same circles and potentially infect one another. Right. Uh, I mean, that's I don't care necessarily. I mean, I don't want Tom Hanks to die or anything right. like that, but 
that doesn't that's like okay that's a problem for them but it, it, eventually it will trickle down to all of us right yeah i mean it's it's a classic you know it's at the end of the planet of the apes that's you know the of the the james franco one you know the that's how the humans yeah got to be so little and the apes rose up uh, because they didn't get that virus, so maybe this is the start of Planet of the Apes. We don't, yeah, we don't know where this. We don't could know go. <laughs> zombie apocalypse. I've heard. You I mean, know? it's probably just another strain of flu that's going to work itself out of the system. But right, it, but to make these precautions to say, you know, no NBA season, no large crowds. Yes, I guess that's a good way to uh, eliminate it. I think because so. of the fact that it's so easy to catch it. It's not. It's more right. Yeah, it definitely seems highly, more than the common highly, cold, right? Yeah, kind of thing, which highly know, contagious. It's they make it seem like oh, you'll be have like mild to moderate symptoms, like you know, you'll have a fever and feel like shit for a week. Right. You know, I don't know about you, but that sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's better than dying. I don't want to get it. So I don't want anyone. Right. I know. I don't want anyone to get it. Right. I'm just saying. And chances we are, need toilet paper, need, and it's we not need baby wipes. <laughs> we need baby wipes. Yeah, oh, so yeah, so two. I say two weeks. That's okay. that's a good rule of thumb. To, live, to be able to live in your house for two weeks without being able to right. go out. now, that, if you if you eliminate water from that equation, it's not that hard. Two weeks to live, right? Not, so I yeah. say everyone just get enough for two weeks. Enough. Don't buy all of the toilet paper you can find. That's right. absurd. Yeah, exactly. There were three uh, c- uh, packages left at the store I went to yesterday. I grabbed one. I'm not going to be the guy who says, "Oh, I got to get all three. Like I grabbed one. I was like, yeah. "All right, well, be enough." Yeah. yeah, it's it's fine, you know. And you got the yard, and I, I have the yard. <laughs> I have a history of, of pooping in backyard, so me. it's not. It is truly not beyond me. Uh, uh, I wanted. To, oh, sorry, you got something. No, I was just gonna. I have uh, some statistics uh, here from ABC News. Uh, China: eighty thousand confirmed cases, sixty-four thousand recovered. Uh, there's been 3,100 deaths. Um, now the good news in China is that the the infections are going down, right? So, but it's just now spreading to the rest of the world. Here's the here's the thing. Yeah, what's the thing with that? Well, the thing is, I mean, it's all China's fault. I mean, it, it, one way or another, because this either came from we talked about either eating right. a bat. On a food market, which in itself should be a penalty of death, <laughs> should just should not exist. Right. Or this was something that was bioengineered uh, and just made, got either smuggled out of a lab or leaked out of a lab that right. should not have been, and then infected the area. I um yeah I I was watching I forget what the doctor's name was. He was on Joe Rogan, and he said the likelihood of it being a bioengineered. He said is not like, not likely. It's like yeah, it's. Uh yeah, I, I forget exactly his wording, but yeah, basically it's Unlikely. not likely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but is it better that it came from eating a bat out of a food no, market? No, I mean, I mean not, obviously it's some sort of natural if disease. You, that, like, yeah, like say if you just didn't eat the fucking bat, <laughs> then no one would be dead. Okay, right, let's put yeah. it that simple. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you there's, gotta there's... go. Yeah, you gotta eat the fucking bat, don't you, Mister China person? <laughs> Chinaman, <laughs> come on, Mister Wuhan citizen, you gotta eat the fucking bat. How about you don't eat the fucking bat? All right. <laughs> uh, China has thirty-one hundred deaths. Italy has a thousand deaths. Uh, yeah, man, they have a lot of old people in Italy. Yeah, so but we're fine. Uh, I want to say about China though, U- U.S. It, has thirty-three deaths so far. So far, which is. You know, not a lot. Right. But out of the 1,200 cases, there's been six who have recovered so far. So that number could, the deaths could go up. 
Anyways, what were you going to say? Uh, well, okay, so what they did in China was they literally locked down cities. Like, you can't leave the city. Right. Military, everyone stays in the home. I saw a video of down some sort of a four-lane road where it's a truck in every lane spraying essentially Lysol yeah. on the streets. They're never going to do that here. Right. They're never going to... No one's going to... ain't going to tell me I got to stay in hey. my house. I'm going to go down <laughs> to the Walmart is, if I need to. I'm going to do whatever I need to you, do. Are you telling me this is a police state? Because this <laughs> yeah. is America last time I heard. Am I being detained? I do have my, my, my constitutional rights as an American. I am a sovereign citizen, <laughs> yeah. and you, an, you, a man, cannot tell another man what to do. What power do you have over me, officer? <laughs> exactly. Have you watched those videos on YouTube? I have. People? Yeah. It's so am, ridiculous. Am I being detained? Am I being detained? I'm asking you one more time. So, yes. So, could <laughs> you imagine? too many of those. Could you imagine? They're not going to do that here. Right. No, yeah. I'm not saying that's what it's going to need to take here, but that's what it took in China. Right. It was clearly, it could have been absurdly out of control, but in a country like China where they just tell everyone to go inside, and if you don't, if you go outside, they just kill you. <laughs> you know, that doesn't happen here. So we live in a freer society where it's more difficult to kind of right. like, you to know. To contain it. Right. And yeah, that, that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. China, you know, uh, maybe they have something right then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, just don't eat the bat. Yeah. No, in Italy they had. Uh, I know you want to read no, what's on the screen, okay. but in Italy they they're they're free, very free society, just like us. And uh, where the where the where the virus came, well, they do a lot of business with Italy, right? And where it came was northern Italy, which is northern Italy, Milan area. It's you know more. It's as as advanced as it gets. It's right. as a high highest standard of living kind of a place as it gets. But there happen to be a lot of old people, and they just cannot cope with it so they're shutting down the whole country wow everything is shut down uh, other than pharmacies and grocery stores those are in hospitals those are literally only things that are open in the entire wow. country that's yeah. that's that's good they're keeping grocery stores open so. yeah not that you'll be able to buy anything and that's the point right which yeah. is to give yourself two weeks if you got to be home because you or, or do you want to be the asshole that's venturing out potentially risking yourself to right. go pick up that roll of toilet paper lest you go Poo 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 on the backyard. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not the it's not the toilet the the toilet paper isn't why I would poop in the backyard. Right. Why well, would what it would well, be what, what would the lack of running, running water. water? Yeah. That's and again, that's not. So if you <laughs> would you just use a towel, I mean, what would you? <laughs> oh, how, just take a shower. Right. <laughs> poop, poop in the sh- or poop in the shower, and uh, the waffle stump, waffle stomp it down the drain. It'll, it'll work its way down eventually. <laughs> oh man, uh, this is the most we've ever talked about uh, poop on, <laughs> on, on the show. But um, this is literally all, all from you, buddy. So, but yeah, bottom line, you canceled AMC A list. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I was just I was paying way too much and not going enough, and it wasn't paying off. So it's fifty dollars plus yeah, tax exactly a month, which is you know that's about what I pay for my YouTube TV subscription to uh, just watch TV really? every month. Okay, yeah. so you use YouTube for your television? I do. It's worked out pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you cut the cord. I cut it. I snipped it. And you, you don't even have Netflix now, right? No Netflix. Yeah. Well, it depends who you ask, depending on which content we review. I have, I have Netflix. Yeah. Have in, intermittent Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I got, well, that was, that was like, I got the the 4K, or whatever right. they call it. Yeah. And that's like $17 a month with tax. Well, I have 17K, but it's for like unlimited devices. Okay. Like, 
because before it was like two devices could be playing Netflix at the same time. But you got the kids always playing. Yeah, kids stuff, on right? iPads and you got, you know, a zillion TVs. And yeah. I live in a mansion. Uh, clearly. Uh, you know, cle- well, <laughs> clearly. Well, That's why we're in my well, tiny, tiny little kitchen. kitchen. <laughs> it's not tiny. It's very nice. <laughs> Thank you. I Although we could, that. I think there's potential there. In that, I know. In that we should. Patio. Well, if you didn't quit, maybe we could we could make something yeah, out there. You know? Again, my fault. <laughs> You're here. So as far as I'm, I'm concerned, you didn't quit. I'll tell you what. Um, I quit. I got rid of Netflix, and I haven't missed it. Yeah. Other than some very specific things that I know I want to watch, I, I remember just scrolling through there, being like, "Yeah, there there's a lot of shit, but almost none of it I want to watch." Right. Yeah. <laughs> I always just end up on the office. Yeah. Their yeah. original content is kind of terrible. I think, with with very few exceptions. Uh, Ozark, have you watched that? Yeah, that that's comes coming back. up. Yeah, that comes back a couple weeks, I think. Yeah, right? this month sometime. Jason Bateman was in a HBO series called The Outs. I didn't yeah, catch that with I Ben Mendelsohn. I sounds it's a Stephen King thing. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah. Uh, and also, yeah, we have uh, Ozark coming out this month, and also Westworld season three, which I don't think you got through season two, right? I didn't. Yeah, I liked season one. Yeah, season two. I think I saw an episode and a half and didn't go through. Well, I heard I haven't even seen the trailer for season three, but apparently there's some excitement for that. What, dude? Uh, yeah, it's kind of. It almost seems like Terminator in a way. Like the okay. trailer for it almost seems like uh, the a Terminator world uh, where like cyborgs are taking over kind of thing, well, which isn't really that. Terminator. You know, like so, the revolution continues. Yeah, essentially. yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I was just getting Terminator vibes from from the trailer, uh, but but yeah, I'll check it out. Aaron Paul's in it, so we'll see. Okay, yeah. Yeah. what uh, you said? You seen a few movies lately? Uh, yeah, I, I, I've <laughs> seen. Well, one's obvious, but a couple of different different ones eclectically. So I, I finally saw Richard Jewell. Okay, yeah. What did you think of that? I, I liked it. I did too. Yeah, it was. Oh, you saw? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I don't know what I, you know, we're still thinking, you know, maybe in terms of like stars rating, uh, I'd, I'd say I'd give it three stars, Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to say maybe three and a half if we're doing halvesies. It's, yeah. it's like on the, that border between three and four, right. I think. what do you think of it? Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's a solid movie, uh, good acting, uh, from Kathy Bates and I can't remember his name, the guy who plays Richard Jewell. So Hauser? Um, yeah, something like that. Um, he did a fantastic in that because he's usually like a silly guy, like in, uh, I, Tanya. Oh, I loved and- <laughs> him in that movie, which I, I love that movie. I think, that yeah, I know you. That was, great, that was yeah. in your top 10 of that year. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, th- I thought it was decent. Yeah, I would give it three stars. Uh, Clint Eastwood, you know, another, another, another solid, yeah, Paul Walter Hauser. Paul, yeah, thank you. He's See? great. Sam Rockwell is always good. I know. Yeah, he's he's great. Olivia Wilde was good. It's just just good. John Hamm, even in a supporting role as well. Yep. Yeah, it was a uh, good cast. That movie reminded me of something. I I had a uh, in my truck. I woke up one day or, and I got a text from my wife saying, "Hey, don't worry, but uh, the tire in the truck is flat, like really flat, and we'll just have to figure." get it towed or whatever blah 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 i was in my driveway and uh I was, I was really busy and i walked out and again it was flat like down to the rim right eventually i just got out changed it and uh pulled it out it ran over a, a drill bit or something yeah i think it was in my neighborhood i heard it. actually my very first flat tire ever 
Really? And thankfully, it happened in my driveway. So I've been like super fortunate. Never had a blowout on a highway wow. or anything crazy I've, I've like never, that. Uh, I've had not a blowout on a highway. I've had a blowout where I went over a pothole and the uh, popped. Yeah, it popped. Yeah, just like, the pullover. <laughs> yeah, pullover. Change a tire yep. on the side of the road. That must yep. be stressful. Yeah, it, it was. Luckily, it was like a almost like a side street, yeah. so it wasn't you know scary honest, or anything. But I didn't really like doing it in my driveway. It was kind yeah. of a pain in the ass. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to change a tire uh, on my Xterra out there mm-hmm. and. Uh, I just am procrastinating because I don't feel like getting the jack out. Yeah, and- <laughs> I know. Well, I got a, I have a Toyota Sequoia, and those tires and with the wheel on, the full tire is not yeah. light. And yeah. getting that thing up on there and yeah. then reading the owner's manual where you got to put the jack. Right, yeah. But anyway, so so I brought it down to a uh, you know, local place there, and it was like 30 bucks to change it out, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I, I, I think the movie... And, uh, uh, sorry, but the movie is sort of about um, the celebration of the common man and the way that society can, can railroad him. You know, when they, it was law enforcement in the media, when they zero in on you, you're fucked. Right. There's no way out. And even, or, I mean, the, the guy, I guess he, after that, he was innocent, clearly. Yeah. He, apparently, my, my wife told me that he, uh, did a bunch of lawsuits and got some settlements, but right. he still died. He well, died yeah. at age 44 in yeah. 2007. Yeah, I saw that. That's, yeah. It sucks. And I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure like this thing totally changed his life for the, for the worse, you know, all, kind all of stress. stress yeah. And, you know, that's just not so, the, the media, you know, even back to the coronavirus, uh, <laughs> the media destroys people. It, um, or can right. has the ability to, to incite destroy. panic right, or exactly. wrongfully accuse, and we're, we've all got those eyeballs where we want to just consume, 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 and we don't really care what who or what we're consuming. Yeah. You know? So, so if you, when you were changing that tire, <laughs> you know, got bombarded <laughs> by <laughs> no, the news media, no, no, you that, wasn't, that wasn't yeah. where I was going. That's where I was going. I was, yeah, I was wondering where yeah. the uh, there, there was a point correlation here. was. There was a point when I was. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I dropped my truck off. I, I came back. I picked it up, and I it was sort of a miscommunication with with the guy. I didn't ended up not leaving him my key. They changed the they changed the the tire, but since I since they didn't ask me to leave the key, I took it with me and took off. Came back. They didn't put it back on the truck, so I had to wheel it over. This is like about the while this place is about to close, and this guy's like, "Yeah, no problem. Let me do it for you." Comes over, you know, whips it up. He does it in about ten minutes, and I'm thinking like. This is just a regular guy, you know, and and he was talking to me. I was, I'm talking about my, my truck's old. It's about 15 years old. Still runs great, but it's old, you know, and he's like, yeah, I have a whatever around the corner. I looked at it. It's this little, you know, Mitsubishi. It's old because he said it was a year older than mine. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, what? and I watched the movie and I got this feeling of like, what, what are we doing for the common man? Here's Here's a guy who works on cars, can do things so much better than I could ever do it, does it, does a great job, could fix your car with no problem, and he could barely afford a decent car to drive for himself. Right, yeah. And I feel like that in itself is an injustice. And then I go and I watch the Richard Jewell mo- movie and here's a guy trying to like be a law enforcement guy, trying to protect people, and then the system fucks him. Right. You know, and I felt like... Like a, a real, just there's something wrong with the world here, with right. with regular folk who are trying to do a good job, trying who are good at what they do, and yet for some reason the world kind of beats them down. Yeah, that's, that's actually, yeah, that's, yeah, I think that is definitely uh, the message of the movie is, yeah, just this, you know, 
this guy, like you said, trying to be in law enforcement, trying to do the right thing, and oh nope, he planted the bomb. Let's 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 you know that's that's the only reason <laughs> so we'll he would have known it was there. Essentially, we screwed yeah. up. We don't know. We don't have any other be- better leads but yeah. to go after this guy and um, invent a profile and connect dots that aren't there and pin it on him. And the poor guy, he respects authority so much, he's almost willing to incriminate himself when he didn't even freaking do it. But that's an interesting thought about uh, the guy who works on your car, who probably works on any car imaginable, expensive, luxury cars, everything, and yeah, can barely afford a car car himself. There's something wrong with that, There is. There there really is. There's got (laughs) to... Uh yeah the the working it, it goes back yeah to the working class man yeah. it's, it's not the same as it used to you used to get like uh guys like uh you know I'm sure several grandpas my my grandpa worked in a factory mm-hmm. his whole life you know it was able to support his family then he caught coronavirus and, and died nobody and cared then, yep exactly <laughs> 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 Precisely. Yeah. So No, you're right. Uh, he was able to support his family. Right, yeah. And your grandma didn't even have to work probably, right? And he well, she could, was a nurse. Well, she was uh, okay. But I'm saying, you know, in <laughs> yeah. general, it's not always, but Yeah. And yeah, it, this guy has this expertise. He can do things and he can't even it's not even enough to put food on his right. own for the exact same thing that he's good at. Right. Can't even support himself yeah. for it. It's there's a it's a deep injustice to me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's insane. It's it's yeah, it's yeah, that's what he's good at. But I feel, yeah, spoil. I mean, I wish I had an active job sometimes, a working job, you know, for my gut. Um, but, oh, uh, no. but yeah, I feel spoiled to work in an office and you know not have to sweat we for could a do living. A, and maybe maybe we could know. do a landscaping thing. You Ooh, I, yeah, that, let's totally, <laughs> totally let's go do cut that. Lots. <laughs> no, oh, no, I did that. I, I did do that. Yeah. And maybe no, irrigation. It was no fun. No, that's not. Yeah, that's I don't want to do anything outside. Well, you're trying, I'm trying to get rid of the gut. Though. Well, that's yeah, I, I just <laughs> I need. I something. need to play ba- basketball like once a week or something. You oh, know? this reminds me. Have you ever done uh, well, frawl for disc golf? I haven't. No, but, there's, uh, there's a course right near here. Yeah, that's really nice in Oldsmar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard of it. But I, I love how you talk about. The people listening from all over the world, they say, like, talk to the ma- no, We're talking to each but other. Nobody knows where we are. But we're talking to each other. We're ta- Just you know? a few miles from here is a beautiful course. Well, I take, <laughs> Thank you. I take the dog. I, oh, yeah, yeah. I walk her on the, on the froth course. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so sometimes you got you to gotta worry about people throwing a disc at you. But whatever. <laughs> but, so, yeah. I mean, would that be something? That, that's something yeah, to get, get you out of the house. Yeah. yeah, we just went to Top Golf. You know, we I did. Like, yeah. I like driving range. You know, that was fun. You know, I really loved the experience, but I, the more I thought about it, I realized what my, my issue was with is golf is so fucking hard. It is, yeah. And you, you got to constantly practice. And yeah. You, there's so, so many things to keep in it. mind in right. your swing. Like, you got to worry about your arm being straight, your hips yeah. moving. You got to... Keep your eye on the ball. Keep your eye down the whole time. Like, there's so many things to keep in mind. So much going on. So dumb. And the more you drink, the the less you get at being able to pay attention. Kind of like with this podcast. <laughs> you know? I don't even know what you're saying right now. <laughs> Speaking uh, of uh, active things, yeah. I just uh, I've been I've been doing some active things. I just uh, recently uh, my daughter's room. Yeah. Okay. Has a switch. Okay. That is connected to a plug. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. She has no ceiling light. But we, my wife bought a nice fixture and wanted it to be hooked up to power. Oh, just, 
I bought this. You do. Right. <laughs> Fix it, she, man. She, she, she bought it like a year ago, but yeah. uh, no, more than that. But anyways, um, I finally figured out like, I can actually do this. We don't need to call an electrician or anything. Right. So what did you so do? You I, have to run a wire? I, yeah. So I, I figured out that all I need was to get a wire from Home Depot or Lowe's or your local hardware store. You go, I want, wherever you, you are. You go, me want wire. Me want, uh, <laughs> me, want uh, me want wire. Uh, switch. Um, but anyways, I, I realized that, like I always thought you had to like tap into some sort of power source up in you the attic. You could tap from any place. Right. But so yeah, maybe. you. I could use, I used the power from the switch yeah. to then light the light. So I ran a wire from the attic. I ran it down the wall to the switch hooked it up nice but the story to that is getting in that goddamn attic <laughs> good lord i'm 6'3 i'm over i'll just say i'm over 250 pounds okay i'm not gonna <laughs> um <laughs> say that as he drinks i uh to get in this attic so i first get up there first of all it's a pain in the ass to initially step in there um i <laughs> Two seconds in, I my foot is through the, the wall. <laughs> my foot is through the ceiling. I'll show you after. No, in the in the laundry room to get into the well, attic. You gotta go up there. Yeah. So yeah, I had to go like well, that's oh, twenty go a good twenty feet. Oh, I'm seeing where you're going there. Yeah. So, so you had to crawl through that shit over there. Yeah. This so I had like to crawl three feet. under that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was, and I and there's insulation all over it, so I couldn't see the studs. So yeah. I had to like feel around, hold oh, my heavy man. ass up, yeah. while I'm feeling around for my next step. That was oh my goodness. I by the t I, and luckily I made sure I had every tool I needed when I was up there. Like yeah, I, yeah. I had like a toolbox that I brought up there. But, uh, but yeah, put a hole in the wall in the laundry room, cracked a, a little bit of the ceiling uh, in her room, but luckily that'll be easy to patch up. Um, but yeah, by the time I got out, so I was that, like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And I'm like... Was it mostly my water? My wife said it was gray. Mostly was, water weight or... Yeah, it's mostly water weight. <laughs> Once I get rid of that, it'll be good. But anyway, I don't yeah, think that counts for exercise. That was just two, three, two, three hours of. No, it wasn't exercise at all. I'm just <laughs> mentioning how fat I am. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just bought, or how out of shape I am. You I just know? got into a place, uh, it's a townhome, and I have, a, I have an attic, but it was, you know, twenty-four inch studs, right, or trusses, whatever you call them, and uh, so. I didn't want to go up there. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't? I also, yeah, I didn't. I, I mean, I, I, I have a problem with heights, which yeah. I'm sure we've talked about. Right. So I bought some plywood and threw it up there, and then now I can actually walk up oh, there. Oh, and, and, okay. and I have enough clearance where I can, I can nice. actually stand up. That's you see so, my attic? No, no, no standing up. It's, yeah, just holding. So you just take random wire and plug it and just. Yeah, so yeah, wire. I just ran the, I hooked it up to the fixture. Ran it, uh, drilled. You know, I had my wife down. I knocked. I said, yeah. "Where, where am I?" You know, had her. Uh, <laughs> I uh, drilled a hole in the ceiling so she knew where I was, like a tiny little hole. And yeah, she yeah, could yeah. Kind of direct me where to go. And now your daughter and, has a beautiful. And fixture. now she has a nice fixture. She in really her room. appreciates that. Yeah, imagine. yeah, yeah. So grateful. Totally worth the work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's uh, that. That was fun. It's funny. I changed out some switches, uh, and. <laughs> It's weird because you know with electricity you've you've got a healthy respect for it, right? Because it's this mysterious, scary thing, right? And because it can kill you very easily. Unlike unlike the coronavirus, <laughs> it's more dangerous. It doesn't yeah. just kill. I old think people. It, I think it hurts old. People. <laughs> oh, it, okay, it hurts old people. <laughs> 
And uh, there was four switches, and I, I changed them all out just really more for decoration or anything. Uh, well, no, actually, somebody had a they had they installed LED recessed lights in the wall with an old style dimmer, which doesn't work. Right. So you have to change it out to a, a dimmer that will work for naturally. LEDs naturally, which is not that hard. You should get one where you can talk to Alexa with it. It uh, no, that one's not smart. I don't okay. know. I don't really. I don't like talking to a to a thing. No, yeah. no you're not. You're not, not ready that for guy? it. Not hey Alexa, turn on the Apple TV. I have a Google Home Mini, and I don't like her. Yeah, she she kind of sucks. Yeah? To me. Oh, yeah, she just turned on the Apple TV. Alexa, I'm tired. See, see, that's why see? I don't like her because <laughs> she's doing things I don't want her to do, and she's listening in on me constantly. AI man. Well, I also installed the Wi-Fi thermostat, which is nice, and it operates. It would work yeah. with Alexa, but you know, I mean, I could just do it on my phone. I mean, I got my phone. <laughs> hey, Alexa, turn down the thermostat down to about two degrees. I don't know. I mean, I got it in program anyway, so but you, you can you can say it in a normal voice. That's, <laughs> that's the beauty of it. You don't have to say you don't have to say it in an accent. So you switch. You so you you change the switches. That was it. That was my story. But no, but, but yeah. with the electricity, you just you turn yeah. it off and you test it and you test it and you. But I was even when I knew it was off, I was afraid to touch yeah. the wire. That's why you're like, fuck, it's no big deal. It's off. I'm going to, you know, just, yeah. I'm so like, I'm sure you're up in the attic. You're like, you know, what? if I touch this thing and it's liable to die, it's yeah. so what? I don't care. At this point, I don't give a shit. I'm done. That's why you need a multimeter. Like, I have a, well, it's not a multimeter, but just a little uh, little thing from Harbor Freight. That oh, yeah. Windows I just voltage. went to Harbor Freight. And- Did you go to the sidewalk sale there? Go no to the parking lot sale. Oh, no. they, yeah. they had it today, I tomorrow, and the next day. Oh, thanks for telling me. <laughs> God. Good old Harbor Freight. <laughs> I uh, so I was having problems with my car. I uh, which was a total pain in the ass. Oh, this God. this is now home improvement talk. <laughs> What's <laughs> happening here? No, but I do want to mention this. I <laughs> I, I drive the Honda Fit now because yeah, yeah. we 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 got a new family car. A uh, nice Ford Explorer. Yeah, I got the nice know, Explorer. Leather seats. That's what we took to Yeah, Top we drove Golf. that in Top Golf last episode. You can, hear, you can hear the background noises <laughs> in uh, in that episode. I think it's time for the Xterra to be I know. I'm retired. trying to sell it. I'm, I'm going to take interior sell. pictures tomorrow, tomorrow and, Just and sell that. Just pay someone to take it. <laughs> That's a funny joke. <laughs> no, that that, no, no, that really did yeah. serve you guys. Well. But the Honda Fit, you know, it's it. an older car. Uh, it's 2010, but you know, it's paid off. You know, I'm fine driving it to work. 2010's not that old. Yeah, and uh, shut up. You're right. It's not, but it is. Right. Anyways, uh, I got a new stereo for it, touchscreen and everything. Why? I. Also, uh, t- <laughs> Because I'm bougie, you know. Because I, 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 I bought a, I, I even installed a backup camera on it. You're, 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 you're that guy. I'm that guy. Why, why wouldn't I? Well, I got, I got. Why, why? Okay, the components I installed are worth more than the car itself. No, dude, the, the stereo was. Eight, uh, 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 <laughs> the, the stereo was eighty bucks. All right, and the backup camera was like. I can tell me you to put on two thousand dollars rims on the on the car and, and an exhaust well, that's, system. That's coming next. That's yeah. coming next. That's you know, I might plasti dip it. You know, <laughs> we didn't know. Uh, but but anyway, I I don't give a shit anymore. Anyways, I got it all to work. It's uh, it's fine. I'm feeling it like up, I bought a multimeter. Yeah. I bought a I bought a a tracker. A wired tracker because I thought there was a short circuit because everything stopped working. Ended up being just a, a fuse I needed to put back in. Anyways, whatever. I mean, it's, not worth your time for that car. I love you. Why? <laughs> I, you know, I want to enjoy driving it. That's true. I can watch YouTube while I drive now. That's important. And safe. Yeah, how are you doing that? What? what what's it? If it's a 
because the screen at your dash is not any safer than looking at your phone. It was a, I was uh, <laughs> saying safe sarcastically, <Okay>. Dave. <laughs> oh, I hate uh, you. Another shot? So I saw Richard Jewell. Yeah. Uh, Which is, uh, and you're not a Kathy Bates guy. What did you think I thought she her? was really good in this. Yeah. Not annoying. Yeah, that's normal, good. Normal, yeah. normal annoying stuff. Like when self. she's talking to the media or whatever. Yeah, it does um, a really... Uh, yeah. Good, good emotion yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. I, I could see her, why she got the, the Best Supporting Actress nomination. Oh, it was for that? Okay. Yeah. I don't care about the Oscars. I know. Oh. Too bad they couldn't have canceled that for <laughs> preemptively for <laughs> Corona. I really hate editing. I, I'm i going to quit the show. Anyways, I'm sorry. Uh, Go ahead. That's, that's not how it went uh, down. So is, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, and then, uh, okay, Jewel. so I saw, I saw that. And now two movies, Esoteric. I saw Rocky Three. Okay. <laughs> Two days ago, I hadn't seen it in a long time. I I want to say I've never seen it all the way through. That's the Mr. T one, right? Yeah, it is, which oh, is quite Hulk good. Hogan. This one is still before it goes completely off the rails of Rocky Four, which is still really good. Oh yeah, I mean Rocky Four, I think is the most famous one. Right. <laughs> this one's still trying to be a movie. Right. <laughs> and it's great. It's got the cheesy montage. Yeah. I love in the beginning where it's like where Rocky's like. Because uh, he's beaten Apollo Creed in Rocky Two, right? And all the Rocky movies always start with the end of the last movie into the this, right. This one, and then they go, they then, then they move into a montage. Does Rocky Two end with Apollo Creed and him punching each other? Yeah, but then Rocky gets up. No, oh, maybe that was one. Or does three end? They both. One of them ends with a freeze frame of them just like boxing, just as a like in the gym, and they're both punching each other at the same time. That's, I think that happens in two. Two, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's two. Yeah. And the beginning of uh, three is them both falling through fighting, and then yeah. Rocky gets up, and Paul Creek can't get up. Rocky yeah. wins the title. Okay. And then it goes into him being uh, the champ and going right, through yeah. all the stuff, and then just like living the life of a champ, which we know is you know he gets he gets kind of fat and lazy, whatever. And it's kind of funny, like the movie is so obvious. Like you get Pauly, where like Pauly's a little happy. Then the next time you see Pauly, he's got a bottle of he's turning into an alcoholic and discontented. You know, like it's so yeah, like it's that. Oh, he's not happy now. He gonna not be like that's Rocky. always the, you know? the classic tri- trick in those old eighties movies. Is like an old like disheveled guy like yeah. with a bottle of a fifth of bourbon or something. It just, just doesn't get more up, but yeah. it's still enjoyable. Uh, and then we go into that, and you know, Mister T is really good. Yeah, is he? So he's like the main fight in yeah. that movie. He's or no, a, him. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. him, yeah. Well, he's Clubber Lang, who's a rising contender. And what's going on here is that he's a hung. It, 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 he has the hunger, right? And the that aggressiveness that, that Rocky used to have. That now that you've gotten to the this is you know a classic yeah. human story. Naturally, it's so it's so it's so crazy that it's so cheesy, but yet you love it, yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. And then you know you know Mick knows, and they're kind of protecting him. And they they're not really giving Rocky any hard fights. He's going to retire. And then on the press conference, Mr. T comes up like, "Oh, fool!" And then you know Rocky's like, "Nah, I don't want to do this." You know, like he looks at Rocky, he looks at Adrian. He's like, "Hey, woman, <laughs> you want to come on and see a real man? Come to my apartment." And then Rocky's like, "Ah, I'm fucking ah, I'm like, you want to go in the fight? You want to do the fight?" <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> all, yeah, all the. I mean, essentially, I mean, I wonder if this is where comic book movies got their thing from. There's, there's just a big, ba- there's a big boxing boxing match at the end. It all culminates to that. You know, the good guy's gonna win. That's typically. really all it is, isn't it? And that's what 
Marvel movies are. It's like it's okay. just a boxing match. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. They're just a boxing match, or like yeah. professional wrestling right. or something. Yeah, yeah. we have a story, and then we come <laughs> we come into the ring and do fighty thing. <laughs> Crazy. That's yeah. how, that's such a great insight, Ben. <laughs> Thank you. So they have their first fight, and Rocky gets his ass kicked, and in the in the turmoil before the fight. Uh, we're you know Mr. T's going crazy, you know Mick Mickey the tr- the the trainer right he gets caught up in this and all this chaos has a heart attack Is and this, he dies in this he one? dies yeah. he dies at some point just after the fight Rock goes and does the fight because Mickey knows he's gonna lose right you don't have the heart you're not there you're too soft you're just not you don't have the same mentality and that's maybe the most most Maybe the most of Mickey's dying scene, and and actually Sylvester Stallone maybe the best acting he's ever done. Really, uh, at least yeah, just yeah. his crying, his wanding, because Mickey yeah. was all he had. His turn, right. forget Adrian, but as a male figure, uh, whatever. And then yeah. finally, then Rocky connects with <laughs> Carl Weathers, <laughs> you know, and they they start training, and you know they get more of Polly. You know, they're going into like it's like the black gym or something. It's so stupid. So, so, so he fights uh, Mr. T and Mr. he T loses, loses first. Okay. And loses so loses the title. Rematch. And he goes, he trained himself to rematch. And all these training moves <laughs> are great because with, with Apollo Creed, right. like they're doing the dancing and all that. And he's not doing Running well on the, the beach. Running on the beach. Yeah, yeah see, you know. <laughs> yeah, I remember bits and pieces. Because it's like he's doing bad, you know, right. and Apollo Creed is really frustrated with him, but eventually he gets his head straight, you know. <laughs> and then they, what I wanted to say with Paulie, because they go into the gym, like the old school gym, right. and they're all black fighters, you know. And uh, Polly doesn't like him because they're black. <laughs> and then someone says, "Well, maybe don't. Uh, think, well, maybe it's Sylvester Stallone." He's like, "Well, maybe they don't like you, Polly." Well, I was like, "Why don't they don't like me? They don't even know me." And it's like you know the most <laughs> obvious right. social cut. Co- yeah. Oh, so you mean that you <laughs> maybe shouldn't dislike them because yeah. you don't know them, <laughs> right? Oh, okay. It was probably one of the, like the first slap you <laughs> in the face, like yeah, <laughs> social. Maybe we injustice. shouldn't prejudge people before we know them. <laughs> don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> it's funny that beach scene. I always remember watching it with my dad, and he said, "You can't teach speed." That you can't teach that. Could have cleared that up for you as a kid who ruined your sense of the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, because uh, Apollo Creed was beating him at the beginning of the training scene, and at, at well, the end, Rocky beat yeah. him. It was like you well, can't teach speed. No, you, well, it's funny because I mean, you, well, you look at the two physiques of the actors. Right. Apollo Creed is like what six three two twenty, yeah. just like he looks like a freaking <laughs> linebacker. Or he looks a free just like safety. me. Yeah, just like you. <laughs> And Sylvester Stallone's like what five seven or something. Right. Like, these, yeah. There's no way these two guys should yeah. ever. It shouldn't be close for a race, yeah. right? But it's that heart. It's that will. Yeah. It really is. It really is. <laughs> and uh, now Carl Weathers is grief carga. He is on Star Wars: The Mandalorians. Ma- Mandalor- I've heard they wrapped season two already. I know. Done. Because the only thing Disney Plus has uh, got. Are you, are you keeping that? I haven't really logged in at all. Yeah, you? I still have it. Yeah. If you got rid of it, I wouldn't mind. But well, I know I've been I've been tag teaming on that. So yeah, don't feel like I you need it for me. Oh, I, I bet my kids okay. use it. So it's not just, it's not all about you, Dave. Yeah, you know. Thanks. <laughs> so make sure that. Um, oh well, last thing I want to say in the movie is nice is that Apollo he lend, gives him the shorts, so that's right. how we get the red, white, and blue trunks. Because ah, okay. Rocky was in a sort of a, a brown and, and gold right kind yeah. of coloring. Yeah. So then he goes and he. He beats Clubber Lang, you know. You're so bad. You're so bad. It was more about. It's more of like overcoming your own fear, fear right, of yeah. yourself, fear of your own self doubt, yeah. And uh, you know, becoming that man. I, winning, you know, yeah. that's what's great so about it's sports. About- it's it's uh, more about will than skill. Definitely. 
You know, it's if your heart's not in it, if you, you ain't in yeah, it to win it. Yeah. A lot of times the team that wants it more wins. And that's why I love, uh, you know, the March Madness and college basketball. Yeah, it's is just it, like it, it doesn't matter if it's number one versus number 16. Like it's no, I would agree. That's why well, I was a, a lot of times it does. But big yeah. fan of college basketball. I was a, a University of Connecticut fan uh, coached it. A lot of it comes down to the coach and the coach that can instill that kind of intensity right. into a team that play that can do that. That plays as like plays like animals. Basically, yeah. that's why I love Hoosiers. Uh, yes. Gene Hackman. Great. Like, one. That's, yeah. oh. So great. Like that I think that yeah, that's gotta be top three sports movies for me. And even remember the Titans with Denzel Washington. Like it's that that's where you like if you're a sports fan, like you need to watch those movies to know what a good coach can do. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So it's about getting yeah. that. Yeah, the insp- it, it's it's a real thing. Yeah. Now in I, I don't know where you would rank impact of coaches uh in in sport, but I would say College basketball is quite high. NFL very high. Right. Uh then, you know, I think it go I don't I don't know enough about hockey to say the impact of a coach. Maybe you could weigh in on that. Uh yeah, uh, there was an ex- ex- I think that's what happened to the Lightning last year in the first round. They got swept. They were favored to win the cup. Yeah, yeah. Best regular season ever. Um either tied or beat my Detroit Red Wings regular season record. Fun fact, um, but th- I remember saying there was uh, this is a great example of being out coached. Um, is how the Blue Jackets were able to beat the, the Lightning. Um, hockey is definitely big on coaching because I mean, there's four different lines. There, you know, it's it, one player can't deter like basketball. One player can take over and you know take over a whole game. NBA hockey, yeah. NBA less so in college. Yeah, yeah, less so in college. Unless that's more one team. person is yeah. great, but even then, it's yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, yeah, coaching is uh, coaching a, a big deal in hockey. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah I just haven't been able to get myself into into hockey, and I don't yeah. know what my problem is. Well, but. I mean, you you won't for at least another thirty days because we ain't gonna yeah. be seeing it. I know, and then I was lightning were looking good. I'm gonna put it on you to maybe. Get me into it. Is that is that fair? Yeah. Try to Maybe get me into it. We should go to a game. Yeah, it's not Before cheap. The reg- though, no, like- I mean the regular season, you can get some cheap seats. Cheap uh, seats. Well, like it's fifty dollars a seat cheap because that that doesn't sound cheap to me. <laughs> is that what's considered cheap? Because uh, I, I know the Lightning do very well, and they always, almost always, that, that was like the attendance is one. Well, of the When's the last one. time you been, uh, been to a Lightning game? Uh, four or five years ago. Uh, okay. And I liked it. Yeah. And I told you, I, well, I grew up in Connecticut. We used to, I used to go see the Whalers every so often. Right, I yeah. the Whalers every so often, and I, I liked it. Yeah. I don't have a problem with the sport. I just, for whatever reason, just can't get myself yeah. into it. I, I, I think it helps to grow up with it, and, you know. Because you uh, grew up in Detroit. Yeah. Red, Red Wings were the, the... Yeah, that was my, you know, they were... Well, the, the like, best team almost the like, area, right? Almost like how people feel about the Yankees and the Patriots. Yeah, like, yeah. that's how I felt with the Red Wings for a while, you mm-hmm. know. Or that's how, you know, people... I should say outsiders felt about the Red Wings. Like, oh, they always win. How outsiders always think of the Yankees. Oh, they always win. Yeah, the Patriots, yeah, yeah. Oh, they always win. Like, I actually had that in my life was the Red Wings, but not so much anymore. They're the worst team in the league this year. So uh, that's not nice. Yeah, I know. But hey, we'll get a uh, good draft pick. So, uh, well, I'm thinking Re- of, rebuild mode. Yeah, I'm trying to think what I, well, I was a, I was a, for the NFL, I'm a Dolphins fan. We haven't had anything. That's rough. All the winnings were before 
my time. It's almost rough, as rough as being a Lions fan. I came on. Well, it's a franchise that's won two Super Bowls and was good throughout the '80s and most of the '90s. But I became a fan as that, and they were ending over their peak and yeah. going other down. Were you? Like, uh, did you start during during Daniel Marino? I yeah, assume? that's yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. When they were on, they were uh, Miami is in the AFC East, which means they were on TV quite frequently right. because they were playing yeah. the Bills, the Patriots, the Jets. Right. Yeah. So, so they you, ended up. So I saw a them lot. a lot. Yeah. 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 Actually, in a way, almost see them just as much as you do in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. You you probably saw them. Yeah. I mean, six times a year yeah. at least. Plus, they were good enough to make it on Monday Night Football and stuff like that. So I'd see right. the, the Dolphins were on TV in Connecticut about seven or eight times a yeah seven that's or eight huge. times a yeah. year. Yeah. It's enough to. I'm lucky if I get three Lions games. <laughs> like they have to either play the Bucks or be a Monday night or Sunday night game. <laughs> that's yeah. how, that's how I or I have to go to Buffalo Wild Wings or something. On the other hand, uh, I grew up in Connecticut and uh, became a UConn basketball fan, and they were just getting good as I was becoming as I was a kid. So my first memory of that team is uh, I don't know. I mean, I was little. I don't know, five, six years old. It was a tournament game, NCAA tournament, Sweet 16 game. God, I remember this like it was yesterday. They played Clemson, and uh, Tate George beat Clemson with a second to go. Oh, wow. Inbounds from the far side of the court. Yeah. Threw it all. You got you to gotta see this on, yeah. on YouTube. You gotta oh, almost, it sounds like uh, Duke, uh, Grant Hill, and, like that. and uh, now, okay. Christian Leitner. Yeah. Same year. Really? Same year. Yeah. We beat... Do you remember? You ever hear about Eldon Campbell? He played in yeah, a lot yeah. of Lakers. Eldon Campbell was on that He, he actually team. was on Detroit. Uh, like okay. the, the latter years of his career, he won the 2004 championship with us just riding the bench. <laughs> he was the center for Clemson. That okay. Year. Wow. I don't know what, what, Man, what, what that was, class he that was. That had to have been early 90s. Early, like late 80s, I think. Wow. 89, 90. Yeah. It was one of those. Yeah. 89, 90 or 91. One of yeah. those. I mean, ancient. Okay, so inbounds from the far side of the court all the way over. Tate George catches it, does just two 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 steps, spins, shoots it, gets it in in, <laughs> in a second. Yeah, <laughs> crazy man. That is like one of my earliest sports memories of my life. Right. Next yes. game is UConn. Christian Leitner beats them. Next game, Christian Leitner beats Kentucky. So it was that same year. Wow. Yeah. So that was Sweet yeah. Sixteen Final Eight. Lost to U- lost to Duke in the Final mm-hmm. Eight. Final That's crazy. four That's was the same year. Yeah, yeah. And then Duke beat Kentucky in that final four, yeah. and then they went on to beat UNLV, I believe. So yeah, year. you were hooked. Ever I was yeah. hooked, and I was a kid. But yeah. I mean, no, it was, that's that's how yeah. you get into it. I mean, that's how I got into hockey. Red Wings in '96 lost to the Colorado Avalanche in the Western Conference Finals, and that was like I was like my heart was broken because mm-hmm. I was into it, and that's when Colorado became our arch rivals. And in 97, we became more gritty yeah, yeah. and uh, won the cup. Next year, won the cup. So I was spoiled as a kid. Like, just like, <laughs> it's like, oh, this well, is all I know. How many championships they win? Uh, so they, they won 97, 98, uh, 2002, and 2008. So four. Four. Yep. Okay. And before that, and that's the same amount that uh, they've won in my dad's life, too. So, because in 97, that was the first time they won in 42 years. So. Okay, so they won in the fifties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that, that, it almost doesn't count, right? You're right. Exactly. <laughs> like the Lions technically have yeah, won a championship, but not but since the mer- merger. Right. Not since yeah, they've since never the won a Super, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Right. Like the Browns. I think they won the fifty-six championship or something. That's yep. the last championship they've won. Same. Same with Cleveland. Right. Never won a never son of a bitch championships, but not Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> so we won that Sweet Sixteen game and fell apart, and then you know we lost. But it was building, and I'm getting a kid. It was almost like you know. College basketball, it's 
you know, are you one of the top ones or are you just a team that shows up, you know, one right. year and then fades? And it took some time and then it got to the early 90s. We got players like Ray Allen, those guys, got to the Sweet 16 again, got to the Final Eight, had some really good teams, and finally in 1999 beat Duke for the championship. Uh, just crazy. And yeah. then won three more championships. So I got four. I got four. And that is UConn is my UConn basketball right. is my is my team. Were you ever into the women's one? No, nah, I don't because yeah. it's, yeah. it's girls. They, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just I'm sorry, I don't know what to say here. <laughs> it's girls. I mean, they're girls playing against girls. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're just not. It's not that good. It's not that interesting to me. There's no real stakes involved. You know, right, yeah. The, the, the you, separation between the good girl teams and even a, a decent girls team is ter- is, is, is gigantic. <laughs> and then you, any, I mean, compare them to the men. It's like they wouldn't last five seconds against right. any terrible men's team so <laughs> i'm looking for level of play here <laughs> you know so no i was never one of the well, okay never you a know. woman's fan well because they, they had like a famous coach and everything you know yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so not what yeah. that's not doing nothing for yeah. me all right what's well, too easy <laughs> it's one of the things where you where you you go in you know if you want to go to a game and you know you're gonna win and not have any kind of it's like watching a movie where there's no drama you know, where it's just a straightforward thing, right, yeah. and it's okay. The good guy's gonna win. The bad guy's stupid. Right. It's like watching like a like a CBS procedural. You know, do you have any interest in that? You know, NCIS or <laughs> oh, some okay. bullshit. I was gonna ask what a CBS you know procedural saying, like, was, but yeah, one of those NCIS, kinds yeah. of shows. I can't believe SWAT. those ghost kind of and those kind of shows. I think are like some some of the most successful shows. <laughs> like of all thirty-five time. million people. Yeah. Watching. Just like what the hell? Yeah. Like how how is this a thing? Like you just like watch like Law and Order? No. Like you just watch? I, I want to go in. I want to go into a game where. We've worked our ass off, and now I'm facing a real prospect where we're going to get our asses handed to us. But yet we freaking gut it out and win right. in the end. We're yeah. this real danger. That's, and that's yeah. how you prove yourself. That's how I that's felt. That's the most satisfying win Yeah, there that's is. how I felt the year the Pistons won the championship in 04. Richard Hamilton, another UConn player. Yeah, Richard Hamilton. Oh, yep. he was a great Rip. player. Rip. Um, he had that mid-range game. Yeah, he was, and he, yeah, total Reggie Miller uh, lover. Like he would just would run around the court, yep. setting oh. all those picks, and uh, or getting all those picks and just getting the ball. He was yeah. an amazing college, so player. good. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's what the Pistons did. They were amazing defensively, and they totally grinded down the Lakers in yeah, the yeah. in the finals that year. Uh, speaking of which, we never talked about Kobe since that happened. What do you think about that, man? That's insane. You know what I think about it? You don't get into a helicopter, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think about it. I was afraid, fear of heights. Oh, I don't like flying. Right. I mean, this is, I mean, horrible. I that mean, you literally is... just, you just flew into a mountain. Yeah. I mean, Christ. That's oh my goodness. Oh. Yeah. That I like. I thought I, my dad showed me like I was with my dad for shock. some reason. And he showed me the phone. He was like, and I was like. It, it, it seemed like a misprint, yeah. right? Like almost like when Robin Williams died. Like yeah, yeah. you never get like big it names. Was like what forty one? Like yeah, like it's just. Did like, you see the Michael Jordan speech? Yeah, him? yeah, yeah. That was that was. I like how he added the little humor. Like all oh, there's a lot of humor. Another, another meme about me. Cry, you yeah. know the crying Jordan. Well, meme. like he was just uh, half of the speech was saying how much of a pain in the ass Kobe Bryant was. You know, but in its way, it was right. It was a compliment. Right. Exactly. I'm like, sure they busted balls. You yeah. know, and you're gonna do that when you're honoring him too. Like, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, what did you think of him as a player, uh, Bryant? I, I mean, I, I honestly, I, I uh, 
I kind of always thought he was cocky. I hated him. Yeah, always yeah. playing against him. Yeah. Um, I always loved being him when I would play the NBA <laughs> video game. Because <laughs> it's rated to 99. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think actually the more uh, time went on, the more his career went on, I was happy he won those two championships without Shaq. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but, you know, in that last yeah. game where he scored, what, 61 points, his last game of his career. Like, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, so I, I I disliked him for a little bit, and then I kind of grew to respect him. Um, but yeah, I wasn't like a crazy Kobe fan or anything. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm the same. Uh, but what I will say about him, which is undeniable, was the guy's will. Right. Yep. He had a he had a will that just right. could not be stopped. You know, yeah. when he wanted that ball and he wanted to score, he would score. Right. Yeah. I gotta admit, for the I was with you. I kind of hated the guy. Right. I didn't like the way he was. He was very much a Jordan wannabe, which is there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But he was. You know, he want he was he played he tried to he he wasn't being kind of his own person. You know, it felt like he was just trying to be Michael Jordan. Right. But man, when he would steal the ball, he would dunk it. He would, you know, he right. would yeah. could he, not be denied. Oh, absolutely. And it's all will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, what, what do you think of LeBron? I, not as much. I don't think he has yeah. it as much. I don't. I mean, he's great, but uh, I think uh, I think what makes him so great. He's just so big and so he's physical. a monster. Yeah, like he's just like like honestly, if if. Him and Michael Jordan played one on one in their prime. I think LeBron would win he just would because him. he's bigger yeah. and he's just more powerful. He's sort of like LeBron's almost not graceful, if that makes sense. Right? Yeah, like his shot is weird. He's awkward. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he's got that high arc. It is like, like the way he, he jumps and right, gr- yeah. yeah, he's almost like yeah. It's like he's almost successful because of his size. Which yeah, is, I think maybe what you're saying. Yeah. But uh, there's nothing wrong with that. No, definitely. I mean, but he's, he's, he also plays his ass off. And oh he, yeah, he, he plays he's got defense. will too. Yeah, I would he has say. the will. Yeah, yeah. But I think yeah, it's like uh, uh, when I'm thinking like greatest player of all. I mean, I always say Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. Even him, I kind of got annoyed with. Yeah, uh, but he's another one where you just can't his competitiveness. You can't. Oh yeah, there's 100%. no getting away from it. And he was graceful. You know, LeBron yeah. is not. He's yeah, like kind he's, of. Like I don't know what the word, I word is. almost unorthodox yeah. in a way. Like I don't know. Yeah, he's he he's, like looks weird, but it yeah, works. He's very, I, like, but there's no I, denying how it's the reason crazy. I brought him up because I I kind of feel the same way I did about Kobe with him. Like I you know kind of dislike like yeah, he's not, cocky, not feeling it. Yeah, but now I'm just kind of like yeah, no, I hope he does good. You like know? by comparison, a Kevin Durant I've always loved because he's smooth. Yeah, yeah, he just shoots and like yeah. the way he just pulls up and nails it, or yeah, like doing like a little got, runner. Like, such a pure shot. Yeah, like it's you yeah. can't. Hate the guy. Yeah, he scores fifty. Even if he does the same shot over and over right. again, you just kind of love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, There's something about that where it doesn't where it doesn't look as smooth. It's yeah, not as, it, 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 yeah. Like LeBron, it doesn't look effortless. Like whereas, yeah, like Kevin Durant or like yeah. Kobe or something, yeah. it just looks effortless. Like like Harden, I don't really like James Harden. Yeah, uh, uh, Westbrook, I never really liked. I don't know. But. Yeah. I've I'm kind of off the NBA recently. Yeah, but. I mean, well, it's suspended for thirty well, so days. So they're uh, off as well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, all because the Utah Jazz player felt like touching everything. Exactly. Don't touch the microphones, kid. Uh, so yeah, LeBron, he's good. LeBron. Oh, another movie I saw this week. Oh, first time. This is classic. The Searchers with John Wayne. 
I've never seen that. So first time as well. This is John Ford, one of, supposedly one of the greatest directors ever, and uh, John Wayne, one of the greatest actors ever in a western, a western well, classic. So what, what made you watch uh, Rocky Three and this? I have no idea. I'm like, <laughs> I want to watch. Well, I think I've always wanted to watch The Searchers just because it's okay. one of those yeah. tick the boxes thing. Right. I've seen Rocky Three a million times, and I have honestly I have no idea. No oh no, idea, no, yeah. no. I know why it popped up on my uh, on YouTube TV, which is great about it. Now I'm not selling the service, but you've we got, are not sponsored by no, YouTube, we are not YouTube TV unless they want to. It does. It brings up movies that you you have unlimited uh, DVR space, and then it. Pops up movies you can add to your library, oh, so okay. I got tons of stuff, and nice. that was one of the ones that just tapped. They sort of they must cycle stuff that comes up, you know, right, like yeah. you may like Rocky Three. I'm like, yeah, I really might <laughs> like it. So I think are there I'll, ads? I assume. Uh, yeah, not at, well. Yeah, on on demand stuff, you get annoying ads, which is an. But if you if you record something as right. it's being broadcast, I guess you want to call it, then you can I guess fast forward through. So oh, okay, it's not great. Yeah, but yeah, not terrible. But so I watched that. But yeah, I really wanted to see the searcher. So I, I saw that. It's a tough one because it's a 1950s movie, and it almost has to be judged as a 1950s movie. Okay, because I, well, well, you've seen old westerns, I think, with yeah. Grandpa, yeah, and Dad, right. and you've seen John Wayne movies, before. right? Yeah, yeah. My Grandpa was big into John Wayne. What do you yeah. think about John Wayne? Uh, I mean, he's I don't know, like that classic. Uh, you know, he's the classic cowboy, classic male figure of the 50s. Is he a great actor? No, I wouldn't say that. He just he <laughs> reads lines, Pilgrim. Yeah, he does. You know? Do, what, do you think he was, he's a great actor? So, halfway through the movie, I'm like, no. He's overrated. He sucks. Um, but then as the movie went on, I got more. Yeah. So, what's going on in this film... Well, and- it's funny. Real quick, my, my grandpa, uh, who loved John Wayne... Yeah, my mom was up there with him before he died, and like they were watching movies and stuff. And I said, "Oh, you you should watch this." And he, she said, "Oh, he doesn't really like Marlon Brando." I was like, "What? What's your problem? <laughs> so you like John Wayne Pilgrim, but you don't like <laughs> Marlon Brando? Yeah. You know, I is that a good Marlon? I don't. It's terrible. Uh, it's like a diamond bullet in my. No, I'm talking like a gangster anyways go on i think we did we did a brando one yeah in one episode he's got like a stella you know stella i just i can't do it yeah it's weird i know it's it's hard to do it's hard to do so okay so this movie it, it so you've never seen the movie, so I'll just briefly set the plot, which is that uh, they're out somewhere in the Great Plains, I don't know, Kansas, Colorado, somewhere in that area there. But, <laughs> Kansas, Colorado. Well, but roughly. Well, I think they're close. Idaho. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes. Well, it is somewhere out Possibly, there. Possibly, yes. Yeah. Maybe not, not quite in the mountains, but in the right, plains yeah. where it's like dry out there. But some settlement. And this is somewhere I think after the Civil War. Okay. So so late eighteen hundreds or somewhere somewhere around there. This uh, group of Comanche come, attack this homestead, and take away a woman and a girl. Uh and the searchers are then the basically the premise is to get them back. Okay. And John Wayne is one of them. He I think he fought for the Confederacy and maybe lost his rank or something. He's somewhat disgraced, okay. but he's a military man. 
And uh, it really is just a story of them getting them back. Okay. Okay. So they have to go track down these Comanche. It takes them literally years. I don't know, four or five years oh, wow. following yeah. them. And uh, it's John Wayne and another actor. Uh, I don't that know you've his, seen before. No, never, oh, okay. never seen him. Never heard of him. And he's he's following. He's going with John Wayne to yeah. track these people. They got to track him down. It's right. kind of a rescue mission. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting because you know you think about. You know, from our perspective, it's weird to look at a movie from the 1950s and what what would it look? It does. It's not The Revenant, right? Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, I would assume because that, you're not yeah. a- attaching a camera to a horse or right. something like that. You know, e- almost every shot, with the exception, actually, with the very end, is actually quite. The last 15 minute minutes of this movie almost make it uh, the way it's done. But other than that, most every shot is sort of composed before it starts. Whereas the cameras in a spot and the actors come into that spot. Is it uh, they, fake background and stuff? Some or, of that. Yeah. But it doesn't bother you. Yeah. Some of the fake But a lot of it is on set. I mean, hell, it's better than The Mandalorian, which is none of it's on set, which we can talk about in a minute. <laughs> you don't like The Mandalorian? I do, but let's we can... Okay. We, you know, the contrast there. I, I, most of it is, is on set. But it's the camera doesn't move a lot. So, like, say, you know, the camera, you know, we're in a living room here and the camera's just here. Right. And then all the actors will come along to this... Almost sh- almost like a sitcom. Right. You come into it, and then you deliver your lines. Right. Uh, so there's some difficulty there. But then I, the more I started thinking about it, and I'm like, is John Wayne... I'm like, this is my question. As I watch the movie, is, is John a Wayne actor? a good actor? Right. Yeah. And it's hard to answer, because he's the best of everyone else on screen. He obviously... There's obviously something about him that... He has a presence. Right. That, that yeah. like, almost takes over. Right. The whole thing. I, you could even say that about Clean Eastwood with uh, Fistful of Dollars yeah. and uh, Good, Bad, the Ugly. I, I'd say his, his he's more of a presence than is, a good. But Good, Bad, and the Ugly, you still like the other two, right? That's true, and yeah. you still think they're doing a good job. So it's almost like the camera isn't doing enough to get enough right. out of the. It's almost like you're watching a play where they're I, just. Coming up into the screen and delivering their lines. I think that's because in this time in Hollywood, they were just pumping out movies as fast yeah. as they could. They were just pumping them out, pumping them out, pumping them out. That's how. Uh, did you see Trumbo with um, Brian Cranston? I did. Or he's the blacklisted writer. He had to use a okay. different name. He wrote Spartacus, but like this dude would write a screenplay like just every week, like doing a whole just bunch. write a screenplay, write a screenplay, write a screenplay. He wrote Spartacus. Like, he wrote Spartacus. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. And they won the Oscar and stuff, but. It, wasn't under his name because he was black. He was a communist. Because he was and, a communist. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, is that bad? Shouldn't no. Be, should be a communist. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just messing around. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, to each his own. But you get, as the movie gets so, along, you actually get tracking shots and you get close ups and you actually see not John Wayne from a distance being like, bah, 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 bah. you actually see his face and maybe the, the expressions he was giving throughout the whole performance that you were just playing out missing. Yeah. I, 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 I um, yeah. So, so you think he is a good actor? Just, uh, yeah, I think though his presence or is he actually, does he have a, cause he's definitely not a method actor. Cause he seems like <laughs> the same character in <laughs> all of his films. I think I'm just saying, I think the way they made movies back then hurt, the potential of getting good performances out of actors. Yeah. He was undeniably a presence. Right. And you could have gotten maybe something unbelievable yeah. 
in today, like today's tech, I'm, I'm using like the Revenant as an example, maybe or well, yeah, because it was that time frame, right? Or and, it wasn't even, but something well, like yeah. that where you can get up into someone's face and get all their expressions and what they're feeling. You, I mean, think about what you think of John Wayne. Are you getting a close up on him? Not really. It's just right. more of yeah. his big. He's like what six three, yeah. six four, lumbering around. I ain't gonna do this. Blah blah right. blah. But I you know. You gotta add Pilgrim. Pilgrim, yeah. <laughs> and his voice, I think he could have worked on his delivery, right? Definitely, because yeah. it is. It's it all. It all is. I, one I'm note. sure at, at some point in his career, like a director could not tell him that. Like <laughs> no. he, he would just deliver I'm his John line. Wayne. Yeah. I'm John Wayne, and this is how I'm delivering it, mm-hmm. Pilgrim. <laughs> but I will say, last thing, if you ever get a chance to watch this movie. It's at I think two hours and fifteen minutes somewhere yeah. on there. It's a, it's it, it's not all that. Gr- it, it's like a great beginning, a really weird middle third, and then g- pretty good gets better, gets better, and then the last fifteen minutes is actually kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah, and you almost get a lot of everything that you almost want. masterpiece like close the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, really, really yeah. is. Yeah, I've I've been wanting to check out old westerns. I've also been wanting to check out like old like samurai movies and like kung fu. Kung fu, <laughs> just kung for, fu is great, just for fun. But it's like, what do you what do you watch? You know, because yeah, you, you you like. I think I did that once. You think it's going to be great, and you watch it like I don't know what the hell is right. going on. But <laughs> what, what is what, this? Do you have anything idea with kung fu? Because kung fu well, is well, cool. For, well, not kung fu, but samurai. Like Bruce Lee I, stuff, I do want to see okay. what is it? Uh, Seven Samurai. Seven Samurai. I, yeah. I do want to watch that eventually. I remember um, I watched the Hidden Fortress because that was supposedly uh, an inspiration for George Lucas to do Star Wars. Uh, okay, uh, I didn't didn't understand that. <laughs> uh, well, I hear Seven Samurai is like one of the all time greats. Yeah, and that's, yeah, I would want to see. They remade that, by the way, which is with the um, I don't know the Seven something. I don't know. Uh, okay, they did it in the sixties, I think. Oh, okay. With um, Christ was the guy from uh, Steve McQueen and a bunch uh, of different okay. guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, with and Hateful Eight. Sorry, sorry. Hateful Eight. No. I think was also. Inspired by Seven Seven Samurai, apparently is one of the most influential movies ever. But I never right, actually yeah. seen it. Yeah, I'm sure there will be yeah. stuff in that where it's like, wow, every yeah. TV show I watch, the trope they use is from this. Like, yeah, uh, that's what it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, the kung fu movies. Yeah, I would like to check out Bruce Lee. Um, Have you never Bruce seen? Any, you've never <laughs> seen a Bruce Bruce Lee movie? I don't think I have. Okay, so I've seen a couple. They're yeah. they're good. Yeah, they're actually pretty good. Violent. Nice and violent. Uh, yeah, yeah. Enter the Dragon. <laughs> oh yeah. Return of the Dragon. There's one where uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is in one. He gets his ass kicked. He's like, "What about Jean Claude Van Damme?" <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> well, like uh, Bloodsport or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Or was it Kickboxer or Bloodsport? I don't know. Which. I don't know. I've, I've seen a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. On TV though, never the right, original yeah. version. Yeah. Well, yeah, naturally. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Uh, but I actually I, I came across this article today. It's just a clickbait article, but in case we didn't talk any movie-related items, because you hate movies now. Um, I do. Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Seemingly happy movie endings with unhappy consequences. Now, keep in mind, uh, the consequences are... It's basically saying, like, you know, don't pay attention to the what the filmmaker was trying to say. 
you know, so we're what, gonna, what the meaning of the film was. Right. Like, so it's... This is nitpicking, but the, it's, it's kind of a fun thing to talk the about. The director is telling us it's a happy ending. However, we went back to some details yeah. how this might actually not work out good right. for the characters. Exactly. Okay. And the first go. one that comes up, get this, is E.T., the extraterrestrial. Oh, this is going to uh, make you... Well, yeah, I know you cry every time you hear the, the title of this movie, yes, so you're probably crying exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so is this... Few children's movies are more traumatizing than E.T., the extraterrestrial. Okay. Not only does Elliot discover that alien life forms exist, thus aligning him with every conspiracy theorist in a tinfoil hat, <laughs> but his best friend in the world flies away in a spaceship apparently never to return. The lingering question of how Elliot can be expected to adjust to real life with his newfound knowledge of the universe... <laughs> Not to mention his emotional scars can haunt the mind indefinitely. Even worse, Elliot saw the American government try to capture and dissect his Reese's Pieces eating buddy. <laughs> How is he ever going to have faith in the system? The end of this heartwarming movie is most likely the beginning of a truly fractured, li- fractured life. So, wow. Yeah. So- <laughs> So, yeah, so Elliot, I mean, his initial trauma, which is really born out of divorce. Right, yeah. So not only does he lose his father, but he meets an alien to somehow fill that hole, but then that right. that hole filled then leaves again. But it teaches him about letting go, you know, let yeah. it, you know, that that's the moral of the story is, yes, it, it filled the void, mm-hmm. but now he can actually get closure and say goodbye, you know, when something someone you love leaves you. Well, he says, I'll be right here, but that, I'll be right that's here. a lie. Well, well, it's a metaphor, Dave. <laughs> He'll always be in his heart. Yeah, Elliot is going to be trying. No one's going to believe but him. In real life, He's going to yes. tell his friends. I had my, my E.T. friend. Right. They're like, what are you? What are you, an what idiot? Are you, Your idiot. dad left you. You're a loser. They're gonna flashy thing them from uh, <laughs> Men in Black, you yeah. know, because all the friends that you know, yeah, so did what, see him. What's Elliot? That'd be an interesting revisit. What is that? Uh, what is Elliot as an adult? You know, who is he? What is what does he become? <laughs> Watch the. Did you see the Thanksgiving commercial where they were reunited? The Thanksgiving uh, football uh, uh, Comcast. Yeah. yeah. So that that's he, he was fine. That he was married sucks. with kids. <laughs> that's, that's not enough. But yeah, no, it's interesting. Well, I get it's my like, streaming video. But, yeah. That's it, my it, solace in life. Give me a fucking break. In, in, <laughs> <laughs> but in actual, real, in, in actual real life, this brings up a good point. You know, it's, uh, you know, the the distrust in the system, how the government comes in and controls things. Yeah, how, he can be scarred for you life. Know, he's, yeah. Maybe he's know? worried about the coronavirus. You know, maybe Probably. He's, he's hunkered down. Maybe he E.T. gave it to him. You know, maybe E.T. started the coronavirus. It, it we don't be, know. We don't. We don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, Avatar is another one. Not uh, one you don't like. Which I, yeah, I don't. I've only seen it once, so forgive me if I don't know how to pronounce some of these names. Even though Avatar's protagonist, Jake Sully, saves Pandora from deforestation, he dooms his own home planet by helping the Navi, yeah, Navi. De- Navi defeat <laughs> humanity. He keeps them from getting the Unobdetanium. Unob- unobtainium. Which, yeah, which is the one thing they need to keep the Earth spinning. This serves as an incredibly disheartening end to Jake's story, especially when you realize that the Navi probably would have just given some unobtainium to Earth if they asked for it nicely. This one's stupid. Yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know here. So wait. Yeah. So basically, he doomed his own planet. Is oh, essentially... is that, was that the premise of the movie that they? I thought 
the the unobtainium, unobtainium they needed that to keep the earth spinning. I thought Apparently, just, I thought they were just getting it because it was. That's what the article it says. Made a lot Dave. of money. Okay, I, I mean, I'm sure money was. So Jake Sully, uh, James Worthington, he right. betrayed his own people for the Navi. Right for the yeah. Avatar. People. Yeah, now the Earth is dead. Earth sucks because you fell in love with uh, uh, Zoe Saldana. Yeah, in a blue. She has a long blue tail. She's nine feet tall. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the tail. Yeah, you know there could be a new new you tail really thing like going that on. Tail. Yeah, you know she's kind of smacking it around, <laughs> putting it around her leg like a cat. You know, like your Bengal cat. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> you can play him with the smack. Yeah, well, then they do tail. Either two, each two tail around. Yeah. Well, actually, that's how it worked, right? Yeah. Oh was, yeah, no, it was the hair. The, the hair, yeah, would yeah. connect to the. This is stupid. The thing. What do you got next? <laughs> well, th- this one is something I mentioned in this episode we did of this movie, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Love that movie. One of my yep. favorite movies ever. Uh, but movie. no, hey, I want to say I love it. It's I one of the greatest time. movies of all time. time. <laughs> 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 to finish swallowing, that's what she said. I thought of that. Um, but it's, <laughs> Yeah, hold on. Let me let me get that down for a minute. Let me just gargle. I'm, when I'm thinking about that, it could be a new as as a mockery for the people that say this a lot. I'm yeah. thinking of a specific person that I won't say out loud. Uh, you know, say it's one of the greatest of all time. You know, it's always one of the greatest of all. John can't be it's one of the greatest of all time. <laughs> That's the person. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna edit that out? No, because <laughs> okay. well, because you're talking about. I gotta say, guys, this is one one of the greatest moments I've ever seen of all time. This is one of the best performances what I've ever seen. What has he said that about? Everything, every other sentence is, you know, I've one of the best comic book movies I've, of all time. One of the greatest best performances of all time. Greatest science fiction of all time. Greatest mystery of every, all time. So everything is of all time, or he hates it. <laughs> if everyone loves it, he hates it. If everyone hates it, he loves it. <laughs> so what do you got next? <laughs> Let's not make enemies. Um, the, what what do you think? Close Encounters ending. Uh, beef will be well. The beef will be well that that, that Roy Neary goes away uh, with leaving his family. I think right. That, that's a beef. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's is, the that's is, the is thing. That like, okay, so he's just gonna leave his family behind because he doesn't belong here. When we talk like, through that movie, we're like, you know, this is kind of his purpose in life. You right. Know? Unfortunately, he's leaving your family. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And Sorry. then he he did he did leave. You'll, you'll, uh, what's uh, what's her name? The the blonde from. Oh, what the hell's her name? Uh, uh, from Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. What the hell's her name? <laughs> I don't remember her name. She's great in that movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so what, go ahead and read it. <laughs> oh, okay. I can read it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's too long to read. Basically, okay. yeah. I mean, the okay. film The film closes with Neri boarding the craft and leaving Earth with the creatures. A seemingly pleasant ending, seeing <laughs> as he obviously doesn't feel a sense of belonging with the rest of humanity. Melinda but, Dillon, by the but, way. Yes. But what about his family? Oh, what about his children? What What about his wife, Ronnie, supposed to tell them? Well, she took off on him. You know, she wasn't all this. Now, he was acting weird, but how supportive of a wife was she? I mean, she just took off to yeah. sister's house or something, taking all the kids away. I, in fairness, he was building a giant mound inside of their living room and throwing plants through the windows. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Um, Monsters, Inc., have you ever seen it? Years ago, I can't imagine there's okay. anything interesting here. What, dude, Never mind. Is there something uh, Blade there? Runner. Let's do Blade Runner. Never heard of it. Uh, depending on which <laughs> version of Blade Runner you've seen, the end of the film sees Rick Deckard, a detective, and Rachel, a replicant, driving off into the countryside to fall in love and as pleasant as they may sound 
in reality, it doesn't bode well for the characters. Multiple characters in the film explicitly state that replicants don't live for very long, so whatever life these two are driving off to is truncated at best. The worst part, both Deckard and Rachel are aware of this fact. So they're driving off knowing that Rachel, and possibly Deckard too, he could be a replicant, uh, but uh, Rachel is a replicant. She's going to die eventually because she's a replicant. They only have a certain lifespan. What, what's the happy ending here? But that's not, again, this isn't... They talk about missing the point. Exactly. <laughs> and that's not what this article is. It's, it's not... I think they understand the point, but if we're looking at this in realistic eyes just for funsies. In the sense of what, it, well, what we saw in the sequel, which is he ends up becoming a 75-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently he did something right. okay and yeah. survived. Uh, but even... But obviously, and she got pregnant. Yeah, we... Yeah, it, Spoiler alert it happened, for 2049. Right? Yeah. yeah. Not, is he the father? Are we sure of that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure because at the end he sees his daughter or whatever. I'm pretty sure too. It's an, yeah. it's an emotional moment. Yeah. And, but even even assuming none of that happened, uh, again missing the point. I mean, what uh, the point is what Roy Batty said at the end, which was just to value life. And right. Even if they only had a year or so together, they were able to go out and live life on their own terms. Right. And I think that's kind of the point. Yeah. So even I, so, yeah. I mean that that is obviously the point. Yes. Yeah. So they could just fail here. <laughs> I mean, who cares? What? Who cares? That's not. That's not I, it at all. It's not this control of you. You being selected for termination is the problem, right? And the fact that uh, you've been determined that you're you have an expiration date, and that you may have that. Just, we all do. I'm gonna die too, you know. And it, uh, hopefully, it won't be tomorrow. But eh. you know, I can at least live my life a little bit on my own terms. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, I think uh, we understand the point, the the message <laughs> the movie's trying to make. But when you try to look at it logically, that's just, what this article's about. Yeah, We're really, just having fun here, Dave. They didn't really help themselves to live a human life, but they also right. can't. No, it's a bad one. I don't like it. No. <laughs> this is the last one I'll read. Groundhog no, Day. No, keep reading more. No, keep going. Groundhog Day. Yes. After spending eight years, eight months, and 16 16 days, is that what people figured out? In the purgatory-esque time loop that is Groundhog Day in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Well, remember we were having this debate about how long it was? I was saying it could be like 50 years. Yeah. I was going crazy with it. I don't know whether they get eight years. Yeah, I guess eight years, eight months, and 16 days. That could work. I mean, it wasn't... I mean, this was our, our thing we were trying to settle on. It wasn't like weeks or months. Right, yeah. It was... It was... To, yeah. th- to think through in the movie where you actually know every little thing that's going to happen in every section of Punxsutawney. Right, or, yeah. You know, it's gotta- yeah, you would, you would need yeah a lot of time. <laughs> a lot of time. So after that eight years, Phil Connors is finally free to go forth and be happy with his producer. Mm-hmm. He can play piano, speak multiple languages, and carve the heck out of an ice sculpture. As great as that sounds, spending nearly a decade repeating the same day ad nauseum has to come with some adverse side effects. 
Aside from the mental strain of enduring nearly nine years of the loop, he has to be haunted by all the terrible actions he committed during his purgatory. The film clearly demonstrates that Phil spends a good portion of time committing heinous and illegal acts before getting his life together, although what exactly these acts are is not specified. Yeah, rape, murder... How can his craven years in the loop not weigh on him for the rest of his life? Okay, so I'm going to go different here. I think the, the the bigger dilemma is not his own guilt, but is actually adjusting to a world where there are re- actual consequences. Yeah, I think that's the biggest adjustment. Right, yeah. Because he's going through, yeah. it doesn't matter what I do day to day because I'm just going to wake up the next day. It's now, been the- I could actually get in this car accident and die, and I'm not going to wake up again. That's a bigger deal than my guilt. That's a good point. Yeah. Adjusting to that, a world with consequences now. That's a freak-out level. Right, yeah. So, you so about, I mean, like the like the articles I did, it will have adverse... Oh, it definitely will. Uh, How long did it take him to get used... Okay, here's a question. How many days did it take him to get used to this new normal? Right, yeah. What, I mean, what would you say? Like a month? A week? A month? Or something? Yeah. yeah. I mean... The film shows us, yeah, a couple days, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, probably, probably a month or so, yeah. And then to get to, oh wow, that's over now. Mm-hmm. That that might be even worse because there's no, you got to really right. walk that line. But also, the moral of the story is he learned how to become a good person. Yeah, no, definitely. So you know those consequences, he, you know, he's gonna know not. He knows enough to be a good person to not put himself in those situations where there are That's a good point. adverse conf- consequences. But there's no second chances. If right. he screws yeah. up with Rita again and they break up, done. Yeah, There's no waking up the next day to fix it. It's just crazy that uh, she can fall in love with him in one day. <laughs> He's fallen in love with her in eight years. Well, you know? It took him eight years. I, know. I wonder what he did that the film didn't show. Eight years. I mean... Yeah, like you said, rape, murder, like what? <laughs> what could he have well, done? Multiple suicides, we definitely know. <laughs> oh yeah, we we one hundred percent know that. <laughs> what does he say? I hung myself. I've jumped off a building. I've <laughs> uh, got run over by a car. But yeah, that's um, that morbid side. But yeah, I think less feelings of guilt, but adjustment is is worse. Because then it's there's no backstop anymore. Right. Yeah. And I think uh, that kind of brings us full circle to <laughs> there's no there's no reset button on this coronavirus. You know? I think uh, once it's been it's pushed, yeah. then uh, well, it's okay if the old people die. You know, we'll all live, we'll all we'll all function fine. Did you, so? What exactly do you, don't you like about John Campy? <laughs> you know, I'm just kidding. You don't have to. I love John Campy. He's one. Of the, he, he makes the best damn movie show. Yeah, you do like uh, uh, Robert Meyer Burnett. Yeah, great. Love the guy. Yeah, I find him. I find his insight, great insight. Love his material, and uh, we share a, uh, share a love of a lot of a lot of the same yeah. things. Maybe we should ask him to come on the show. He won't. Uh, uh, well, he likes. He's comic book guy, which yeah. is why I didn't think I would like him, and why I think you were surprised that I liked him. Uh, but he loves Lord of the Rings. He actually did some. I mean, he did. He produced the documentary of the extended edition. He did a lot of production on like extra features that ended up yeah. on the on the Blu-ray for Lord of the Rings. Okay, he made a movie. I mean, yeah, he's a director producer guy. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but I love the way he. It's he, he, he's, he's another person who. He, I mean, he did not like. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, okay. just as much as we didn't. For 
for much of the same reasons that both of us didn't like it. Right. And he explains things. What I like, what I love about Robert Meyer Burnett is he he takes a very logical approach to the story, which I think we kind of both do. Where it's like, well, they did this and I did that, so well, why didn't this happen? You know, like thinking about Rise of Skywalker. Well, if Luke can just appear, why didn't? Why why did he why does he only appear for Ray? Why didn't he appear elsewhere? Right, yeah. When he could have fought if he can if he can interact with the physical universe and appear with Ray whenever he wants, why yeah, did I wasn't yeah, there to it, do something to help it, it represents yeah, all, <laughs> Things like all that. sorts of plot holes. Like, yeah, what basic why, Yeah, why are there yeah. only chosen moments where you decide to show up? Things like that. Like you can obviously touch physical things. Right. <laughs> you can't help us fight off the first order no. again, my man. A lot of stuff like that. So yeah. uh, I like that approach. Maybe only force sensitive people can <laughs> see. No, I think that's actually true. Only well, force sensitive people can see force ghosts. Yeah. Well, then the, then the explanation is maybe the the ghost is only attached to you and can't necessarily yeah, interact with someone I like else. That. I don't know. I mean, but still, like I mean, when Luke was looking at Yoda, Anakin, and and Obi Wan at the end of Return of the Jedi. Uh, Leia came up to him and she didn't see them there. Right. Or when uh, Obi-Wan was there in uh, Empire Strikes Back, Han didn't see Obi-Wan. Although it's not clear right. really what was going on there. But, you know, but I, I, I like. Actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I like his approach to movies. Yeah. And his, 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 like, logical approach to storytelling, which I think we both, we, we both like doing. Right. We both yeah. saying, does this make sense? I mean, at, at base level. Yeah. Something feels wrong to you, and then I, I get lost. Right. You know, and I think um, when I saw the movie Knives Out, I got lost in the beginning because I just didn't agree with a certain moral premise of the film. And I was, I didn't, I just couldn't. What like, moral premise didn't you agree with? Well, the fact that <laughs> Sal explained this in his review, which I thought yeah. you were going to release, but you we didn't. Will. But it's like the Christopher Plummer, he. And uh, the. Uh, was it Anna? What's her name? Anna DeArmas? Yeah. She accidentally poisons him, and she he forgives her almost in, almost because the consequences would be so bad that her 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 undocumented illegal immigrant mother would might be deported. So he kills himself to save her. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. No one would ever do. Well, this. she didn't actually poison him, <laughs> right? But at the time, that's what he yeah. thought, right? No one should. No normal person would <laughs> should do this. <laughs> You don't just right, slit your own throat. That's for, not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is a who done it. But it I evolves it good writing. from a flawed moral question. Right. Yes. And then all that is like, so that so when that happens in a movie that <laughs> puts something in your head, you're just like I'm like I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I see, this I, is so stupid. I just can't. Everything that follows, I'm really gonna have a hard time with. Yeah. See, I I, I I allow the movie to finish before I make that call. You're, better, I, I ret- you're a better man than me. I, I watch a movie as it goes, yeah. and then I, uh, uh, what Monday Monday more uh, Monday morning Quarter, quarterback, quarterback it yeah. after yeah. you know. I gotta be like I'm in this thing, and if I'm not if I'm not agreeing with the logic and the flow here, I'm I'm tripped up, and I got a big problem. Yeah, and it's gotta it you gotta make it, and it, it doesn't have to be perfect. I'm not saying right. But if it's not working for me, I'm like, no, because you said this thing, and now I just hate you for this. <laughs> and that's how I felt about the book. Because this is, this is, I mean, do you disagree? I mean, that's just a really stupid premise to start. Well, yeah. Because I mean, everything builds from. I, 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 even when I was watching it, I was like, yeah, that's really weird. Like, dumb. What? Yeah. Dumb. 
Well, because it wouldn't well, yeah, happen. Why would he kill himself just so her well, mother that's the wouldn't murder. get deported? Well, I mean, he wouldn't kill himself, and then there's no story. Right. <laughs> so, it, I mean, that him killing himself, the reasons he did are dumb, but... I think the overall movie was really well done. Well, so don't a, kill yourself uh, for a bad reason, and then there's no movie again. But but, <laughs> <laughs> but there's got to be a movie, Dave. Well, make there's a movie be, with a good reason to kill yourself. But that's, that's, not a good that's how good of a man he was, though. He was willing. He knew the consequences. No, here's no, the thing. No, no. Here's the thing. Oh, okay. He knew she would get in trouble. She would be at risk. Who cares? I don't want to die. I don't want to be. What do I care about? He's 85 years old. What's what does he, what else he have to do? He's, he's, a, he's accomplished everything. He's what? got all the money in the I world. I want to have the life I can have. What, just because someone else made a stupid mistake. Why do I need to kill myself because someone is dumb? That, that That's ridiculous. Because you're 85 years old. No, I want to live to Talk. 90. Why not? I made it this far. I'm going to be another 90, five years. Maybe he was 90. I want to go to 95. <laughs> what the fuck cares? You're Whoa. stubborn. Why should I slit my throat to bail you out? That's ridiculous. All right. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so that's, that's how I felt about Knives Out. <laughs> it was the, the initial we'll, premise was so dumb. It, it, it fucked my, my impression of the rest of the movie. Although it was all clever. It was all kind of well done. There was some good tension there. Yes, you need to have it needs to make goddamn sense in the beginning to for the thing, you know, it's like the fruit of the poisonous tree. The the tree's poisonous, all the fruit out of it might be shiny and nice, but it's it's garbage. It's garbage. It's garbage. It's garbage, <laughs> I tell you. Man. But do you at least appreciate what I'm saying? And that's no, it. No, I okay. I get it. But but I, thinking, I don't let it ruin a whole movie for me. And uh, like Star Wars, right? They start with this thing. You've got a great premise out of the beginning, and all of it, all of the rest of it flows. Right. If like Darth Vader did something really dumb in the beginning, but like eh, I'm just gonna look over, I'll overlook this, and then try to get through <laughs> it. You know, it all flow. It has to initially make sense, right? Well, but it wasn't revealed that he killed himself until. A little later in the film, it wasn't like right at the beginning. No, not at the beginning, but yeah, it, it, it all comes. This initial act was stupid. What did you think of Daniel Craig in the movie? Good, very yeah, good. I, I mean, actually, that all of it was. I mean, the, the performances were good. I just thought, you know, they're they're pushing a point of view in this film. It's all just about an all just to praise an an illegal immigrant grandmother. <laughs> the whole fucking thing. If you just didn't want to push that one point and just made a story, it would have been just fine. But they have to make it say, "Oh, this is the best. We can't do it. We got that. We don't want to let this old lady be deported. So we're gonna center the whole. Keep, keep your seat. Yeah, right. If you're gonna center the whole thing around because we can't let her be deported, it's dumb, dumb. So it sucked. Yeah, that, that's my. It sucked because because it's so patently obvious. Like we talked about it in some other things where, you know, this is Rocky Three. This is Polly drinking the. This is Polly drinking out of the nipper. Becoming an alcoholic. It's so fucking obvious. It's just, I hate it because it's so clear what you're trying to tell me. <laughs> I Tell me I'm wrong. I, I didn't. This is Paul. So you're saying there's a social agenda? Yes. It's a, it's a, it's an, it, this is an anti-Trump. It's an anti. I, I, I don't oh, know def, how you anti, got that at all. Well, why? Who cares if a ground, if a lady, who, why would you ever think I'm gonna die? And my first thought it's, is your mom might get deported. First of all, Why would I ever think this? It, first of all, it's partial comedy. 
All right. That, why it's, is that funny? There's nothing funny about someone getting deported. It's stupid. It's there's nothing funny not, about uh, <laughs> Ron Ron Burgundy, you know, uh, fighting uh, Veronica Corningstone in the middle of the office. <laughs> you know, there's not there's nothing funny about his sexism in that movie. So it's a joke that he's going to kill himself because he doesn't want her mom to be deported. That's I, not. A I'm going to have to rewatch it because I do not think that's the point goes, they were trying to get across. No. After everything you've accomplished, and your mother, it was about her. Yeah, back. but it was about her. It wasn't about her mother. It was about her. Think of your wanting mother to protect, protect, wanting be to sent protect back. her, and the, 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 and I also think it, it, the point was to show just how greedy family can be. It's not about oh yeah the love and the you know look if they just left all that away and came up with something I else. did not. Take it as a political thing at all? Oh, I think you're you're, you're missing the boat here. Uh, I think you I think you're, <laughs> you're overcompensating it. for something. <laughs> you you missed think. it. You missed it. Yep. Well, I'm so glad you're gone, uh, no, <laughs> Mr. Ryan Johnson, who maybe made the greatest Star Wars movie ever made. I still love you, but I think I'm just so glad you. I think you overthought that. No, I, I read it correctly and rejected it. And then... Well, let's listen to Sal's review. <laughs> <laughs> he knows everything. What are we? Uh, Where are we in time I, here? Well, we're done. Hour, uh, hour yeah, we're done. 50. Dave, it's been great talking to you, man. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Samuel. I'd really like to talk to you about what you think of the motion picture that is Richard Jewell. What I mean, what what really got to your heart in that film? I'm thinking about the I'm thinking about the celebration of the common man. I'm thinking about how he done got railroaded by the media, by the FBI, by law enforcement. He's a man who respects law enforcement, but yet they're going to trample his constitutional rights. I can't stand for that. Well, I I, I understand where you're coming from, there, Samuel, but. But what what the film is really trying to, I believe, convey is that we don't really know what people will do, you know, just for a little attention. You got the media. This you- guy's not trying to get any kind of attention. He just wants to be. He just wants to be a cop. He just wants to do public safety, and then they're going to accuse him of a crime. No, this no. is a travesty. Now, yes, it is a travesty. I understand that. But you have to see where the law enforcement was coming from. They're just pinned on It's fake news. It's fake law enforcement. They're taking advantage but, of this guy. He's got a pot belly. They're just going to, hey, have a couple of donuts. Why don't you give us a little bit of information? You go, okay, sir, you're law enforcement. You got the donuts. I'll just eat the donuts and tell you what you want to hear. It's, it's unbelievable. So are you accusing them of... Are they accusing him of doing this because he's fat? Is Hell that what yeah. you saying? Hell yeah. They got an anti-fat bias. They got anti, anti-working class bias. Oh. They got anti-all anti kinds of bias. He lives in Georgia. They say, you're just a Georgia piece of garbage. We're going to charge you with all kinds of crimes. Jo- Georgia? That, he just... owns 25 different guns. Different kinds of ammunition for every gun. That's his Second Amendment right. It's written right there in the Constitution. 
Now, I understand it's it's part of the constitution. It's it's part of it's part of what he beat us in the in the revolutionary war. That's you right. Know? We shot your ass all the way across the Atlantic. Well, yes, uh, we're still we're still a little butthurt over that. Her. A little bit of preparation age for y'all. But Samuel, tell me, as as an American. What do you think of Clint Eastwood? That's right. I am Samuel H. Huntington the Fifth. My grandpappy blusted your little cheeky red coat airs, and it's still red. I love my myself, Clint Eastwood. He's the best. He makes the greatest movie. He's going to make the best movies until he croaks dead. He's going to be on the set when he dies. He's going to be 95 years old when he's making movies. I love myself and Clint Eastwood. But what, I understand that, but what, what, what about him as an actor? He's great. He says, hey, hey, do you feel like you are lucky, Pug? That's just how he says it. He sticks a gun in your face. Hello, do you feel my luck? You are lucky, Mr. Pug. He blows your head off. Wow, Samuel. That's uh, I don't understand what, where this is coming from. I mean, you're not looking at this objectively. This is good old Matt. Y'all an American? You ain't no American. You don't understand what it's like when you got your blood really up. You're going to back to somebody, somebody missing you off. Somebody, you pull out your gun, you boo, blow the head off. Dang. Daniel, well, I really appreciate you joining me. Uh, I, I just, I, I hope that you find some sense in your life. And I, I hope that you can find the right cream for your ass that I done did shot. My, my grandpappy done did shot in your ass. You ain't gonna fix it. I'm gonna be you, right You know what, ass. Samuel? I'm getting a little sick and tired of your mouth right now. What you gonna do, Timmy? Little bit of your, quiz? What, I'm gonna pull out a shotgun and blow out your head. What would your mother say to you if you said that to her? It's that like, get him, Sandy Huntington. Sing him, Sandy Huntington the fifth. He gonna talk bad about you and talk about your grandpappy going in and blow his head off. Well, this has been a great talk with Samuel Huntington. The fifth. The fifth. I'm signing off now from HPT, Kansas City. Okay, night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's time to kill it. Yep.